We got a bunch of people into his house. There is a lot of people, and I do mean a lot. But first of all, straight in front of me, my boy Justin. What's up, kid? What's up, everybody? How's it going? Happy Thursday. It's almost game day. Ready to go. God. Oh, oh my God. So this is game eve eve. Yes. Yep. Right? If you do mm-hmm. it in Christmas Eve terms, that's mm-hmm. the way I always look at things. I like happy stuff. <laughs> and my boy, Paulie boy. What's going on? You know, it might be... We have a lot of people here, but Dennis isn't here, so it doesn't seem like there's that many. Yeah, it's kind of quiet out. There's not a like lot we, of background we, noise. We miss you, Dennis. I, I think <laughs> I think uh, if God is in the house, it's like a church. So maybe that's it. Who knows? But you know, God's here, and he's uh, he's going to jump on with us, and we're going to introduce him to everybody who doesn't know him and get to know him. How'd you do that? That was awesome, Chris. The echo thing? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I learned that. That's your normal voice? Which one? Was that your normal voice? No, I used a little echo. Oh, okay. It was, that was good. I was cheating. Oh, okay. I didn't see you do anything, though. <laughs> no, with this dial I, right here. I'm trying to play it up. It's on radio. Nobody, oh. nobody sees what I'm talking about, Chris. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just, it's, it's the second one in right here. You could have pretended like that oh, was your own voice. Yes. I was oh. trying to help you out. We'll work out the kinks. We're a little rough. <laughs> yeah. We just came back, really, right? This is only our second yeah. stint here. Our timing's a little off. But we do. We have opening day coming up Saturday. Oh, my God. It's finally here. Did it feel like goddamn forever? How, how long was it? It felt like didn't feel long at all to me. Really? It like you yeah, must, is, you which... must have some life because I must be sitting around <laughs> waiting. Because I, was, I felt like it, la- it, was for, it took forever. Me personally, and it, you know when you don't make the playoffs or whatever form yeah, of whatever well, was going on, it was almost like two year wait. Yeah, it get it gets uh, <laughs> we get cut off kind of quick. It's like, you know, hey, is this is this shit gonna start back yeah. up? Do we still have a team? You know, there's things floating around. Well, sometimes that question does arise, anyways, in the off season when it comes up to the strikers. And traffic. Well, if you know, if you're in traffic, if you're stuck in traffic, it feels worse. You know, traffic on like ninety five anywhere. Oh, okay. anything. I don't want to point fingers, so I just say I talk about traffic, <laughs> like that kind of traffic. Oh, okay, not the right. owners, not the owners of the team. No, I would never bring that up. <laughs> never talk poorly about them or anything like that. Absolutely not. Cool. So, uh, so Saturday it's coming. It's it's right around the corner. It's gonna be great. We got the tailgate, which looking forward to DJ Applehead. Yeah, that boy yeah. in his house. Uh, the beer thing's gonna be cool. Yes. It always is. That's a big hit always. Cause, yeah, because everybody just brings one six-pack of something that they like, and uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it reminds can... me of being at uh, the market there, because you get a chance to try yeah. a bunch of beers. and Like Riverside? Yeah. You, know, you never really, like, it's rare that you have the same one over and over when you're yeah, there. you feel very bad about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you got to cheat on yeah. your other beer. 
You're, like, you know, I'm not creative enough. I'm going for the same beer again. Yeah, no. Yeah. Sometimes it gives you a headache, though, yeah. <laughs> mixing beers. You know, it's true. I always get a little bit, after Riverside, cause I'm trying, like, different beers, like, six different beers. Going into, like, an IPA, yeah. or you go to, a, you know, like, a 9%, or, you know. Then you drink some milk stout or something, or something yeah. weird. And I never have a problem from there. I, I love, I love, that's what the one thing I love about going there. I don't think I've ever grabbed this, I mean, over and over again, I might grab the same beer again. But that trip, always, you know, there's never a, the same bottle in there again. It's not good at times. Why? It's not good to mix beer. Really? Why? No, it makes you sick, man. No. I must be a real I'm alcoholic. That to me. If I drink different beers the whole night, I'm, I'm hungover. Oh, no. All right. No, I haven't had that in a That's while. That's just me. I think I mean, you, it's Justin? from the training, I think. <laughs> I, I'm a little out of play. I. I I've been trying to cut back a little bit, so uh, I'm warning you, I might be a little loose in the first. Whoa, during whoa! The first, uh, during the first game, if I if I partake in some good tailgating and stuff under the tree, you don't hear that enough. <laughs> but you know, coming from a female. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we'll be back over at the tree, uh, using the shade. You know, you yeah. already mentioned our, our boy. I'll give him another plug, uh, DJ Applehead, uh, coming to spin some tunes. We'll do some dancing and stuff. I'm sure. Do a bit of. Uh, uh, we're going to be doing some grilling too, aren't we? Yep. Yes. We There's going to be a barbecue theme. Darren's going to be. Grilling. One of the first times in a while we've actually eaten at a tailgate. <laughs> a lot of people ask us, and some of the you know some of the tailgate stuff that gets followed on tailgate show, or I mean on the our Twitter page is it, it, talking about food and all that stuff and mm-hmm. recipes, and I'm like, yeah, we don't really get into that. We we really devote it just to drinking. And we had a guacamole challenge one time. Yes, we we did, and <laughs> once in a while we'll uh, we'll grill or. Or we'll uh, have Jimmy John's deliver or something, or swing by. No one can, no one can cook at that point. Everyone's so drunk. Yeah, I'm usually I, very focused. Who yeah. wants to grill it? I think point? that would explain a lot of my falling down in the stands. Maybe if I would have got something in my stomach to soak something up. <laughs> well, I mean, since the team stopped doing food trucks, you know, the food trucks were always yeah, good. Helped out. You know, but you still had problems even when we had food trucks. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever never had not had problems. Yeah. After. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So what fight? What's uh, Fight Nineteen got going on? The tailgate show bringing DJ Applehead. What's Fight Nineteen doing for uh, our Saturday extravaganza opening day? He's talking to Derek, who just got on the mic. What's oh. going on, everybody? Oh yeah, uh, hey Derek. Excited for for opening week here coming up, first game. Um, and it, yeah, as you guys were talking about, we're grilling out. Darren's bringing the grill. Um, so anybody that went to Tampa Bay for the last road trip last year, similar deal, but uh, we're doing a little bit of a fundraiser, so it's $2 for a hamburger or hot dog, and then $1 if you're a Flight 19 member, so if you show your membership card, save some money. Do you, do you, will you recognize me, or will I have to show my card? <laughs> I think I'll recognize you. Okay. So I'm, you should I'm, make I'm, him pull out his card anyway. Yeah, because, but no, you should always have it on you. No, it's you know? true, I, I, and I actually, I think I do, you, but I'm more worried about where my season ticket is already. <laughs> <laughs> that that card's going to be dangerous. I hope. I think. Listen, it, it never left the house, so it's here. Might have to put the Reese brothers, the cats, on it. But you know, what we should do is we should uh, glue yours together, do so you can see the barcode for your season ticket and then right. the Flight 19 membership on the front, and then you won't lose them. They'll be combined, mm. connected, little a little action like it's that. Like a you combo know. pack. Yeah, I'm up for that. But then if you lose one of them, you've yeah, really yeah, lost yeah, both of them. <laughs> I told you, I need mine tattooed to me. Yeah. That way I can just come up, you know, boom, scan, the, you know, scan me, and then I go in. I Bar- need, that's what I need. Barcode, yeah. But I'm excited about that ticket thing, you know? No, so, it's cool, yeah. Yeah. Especially for us, the people that go there every single game, it's just easy, you know? As long as you don't lose it, you keep it in your wallet or whatever, right. you know? 
you're ready to go. You got it every game. I've never seen. Uh, is that like a normal thing? Does that happen a lot? Is, is anybody else doing our technology? Yeah, I think absolutely. Yeah, well, I know the Dolphins have it. The Dolphins do it for sweet season tickets and stuff like that. And a lot oh, of really? Teams, so yeah, we you know Lockhart's been upgraded this year. So our can, technology, can, like tra- traffic, <laughs> is high in technology. We can do the our scans technology. now, so all the regular tickets will have that too. They'll have the, you know, you'll just they won't have to rip it anymore and put it in the box. They'll just beep it with a thing and you walk right in, so you keep your whole ticket. Yeah, you know what I was know, thinking? You, okay. Oh, you know what was weird during the opening night thing? They they I had an RSVP. I RSVP. They uh-huh. had my name on the list. I get my, okay, here's your tickets. They give me two tickets. I walk right through the gate, and the guy just drops the tickets into a box. Uh-huh. I'm like, you just went through all that whole thing <laughs> to get those tickets. I just handed it to me, and I just handed it back in the box. Right. <laughs> yeah. Trees died for that shit. You realize that, I right? didn't get it. I was like, what is it? Just, if I don't show up, you'll have the tickets who didn't show up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Whichever ones you're missing. Yeah, that, yeah. those didn't show up. Those people didn't come. Right. <laughs> it seems easy enough. I don't know. Right? So, a little weird. <laughs> so, so, um, what else? What else is going on for? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's just going to be a big, big day. We got a big tifo. Uh, Want to shout out to everybody that came out last Saturday before the VIP party. I think we were there for what six or seven hours working, and then long time. and then probably six hours during the week with the prep work and the buying all the stuff and everything that we needed. Some so, good, uh, some good panoramic pictures of the tifo yeah. and stuff. That's yeah, pretty cool. So uh, it's going to be awesome, and and that's going to be really cool. Um, I'm looking forward to this, Tivo. It's huge. It's I mean, awesome. it's big, and it's two stories. Is that what we would call it? Two stories, two facings, whatever it is. That thing, two levels, two levels. levels, two levels is a good word. All right. So we got the application pretty much broken down on uh, the lifting and the mm-hmm, yep. and the prep for it. You know, so We've that that pretty good at it over the years. So it, it'll be pretty easy to pull off, I think. And uh-huh. everybody, uh, everybody will know what they need to do, and we'll be in there early. I don't, you know, I can... now compared to the defend the fort, Tifo. Is this larger, smaller, same? How does that about work? Square footage is about the same size. Okay. Not quite the same layout, but it's pretty big. Because that thing was huge, man. I mean, that was just a big TIFO. I can't wait to see this one because the detail on this, um, and it's got that cool painting look. Uh, as our teacher, Derek, and who are some of them faces, which you'll see. I'm not going to reveal. But the artwork is, like, crazy. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's like, awesome. Like, it's like, Wow. Yeah, Derek Good went the stuff. extra mile yeah. on the hair there on. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, that wasn't that was everybody. Too much. Oh. Everybody did a great job painting. You know, sometimes we've been in there, and you know, I'm really the only one. Sometimes that knows what it looks like when you look at it that big. You can't really tell what's going on. So you know, but everybody. You know, really was able to follow it well and did a good job painting and everything. So yeah. I'm really excited about it. This is one of the best ones we've ever done. Yeah. And it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. So three o'clock Saturday. That's yeah. Is that it? That's more planning on getting Kicking off. the witching hour. Yes. If you go there by three or five, you're guaranteed someone probably there drinking. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So that's your window. You got to read Fleischer. You could be starting at three if you want to. All right. Fleischer might be there. Oh, and then uh, something I just remember too. They announced today um, before the tailgate. If you're looking for lunch, it's uh, Strikers Day at Chipotle in oh, Broward yeah. County. You get buy one get one free if you wear your Strikers jersey to a Chipotle in Broward County from noon until seven o'clock we Saturday because our sponsor should, the team. Now. Striker shirts. Yeah, or you know, t-shirt or jersey or whatever. We should pick one Chipotle every every week on the way there, and just all of us show up to the, just that one and just blow the whole place up. Well, the deal's only for this Saturday, but that's oh. still not a bad idea anyway. <laughs> there's, that sucks. there's one right near the stadium now um, for Saturday. I mean, right up on Andrews. You know where Champs is and Hooters, where we went. Yeah, but we're barbecuing this week. We got well, screwed here. at noon. 
went wow. on barbecue. You know, you go at noon oh, for lunch, and then you wow. go into the tailgate. No one's saying when you got to start. Yeah. Nobody is telling me when to start, actually. I'm allowed to do whatever the hell We're not going to be grilling probably till 4 o'clock, so okay. that's, that's dinner. Grilling oh, dinner. all right. Get some, get some <laughs> now I'm working Chipotle in. I got a lot of plans. I'm very busy Saturday. I can't do anything, Paul. I'm very busy. I'm busy, too. I have a lot going on. I'm looking forward to Saturday. I just, I feel, I feel like we we, we really, we, we made some big leaps and bounds after the whole shore situation. We got God in there. I think, I think things are only looking up. I think we're, 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 we're moving in the right direction. I'm excited about this. And a nine-gamer, maybe, maybe that's good for us, you know? Maybe we can surprise a couple people, and you get into a situation where you win a couple in a row, you're in a spot where you can, you know, make a, make a little run there. Yeah, because there's not much left. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to remember it's about consistency, too, because Atlanta won the spring last year, and it was short, and then they got beat in the final. So you've got to stay... All right, you can get off the mic. You can get off the mic now. You're, we're done with you. You can win and get into the playoffs, but you still have to you still have to be playing well when it gets to November to to be able to win the whole thing. I feel like I'm talking to Paul Debbie Downer. <laughs> now I have Derek Debbie, Debbie Downer. Oh, I can't even say that. That's that's a tongue twister. <laughs> we'll we, see. We'll see how Atlanta does. I'm curious about them. With their satellite yeah. coach. <laughs> that's coach, be coach weird. by proxy. We're gonna have to ask Coach if he could coach over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just plug thing. you in when we need you. That's, if, if that's the thing he can do. He might want to do that. Imagine that. He can just coach via computer. But it might he, be cool. Gunther doesn't have that choice. From the zoo. No, Gunther doesn't have hey. that choice. We're not allowing it. But look, he's almost playing like an Xbox game. He's looking at the screen. He's making decisions, maybe. Yeah, he's moving. playing on, on, uh, on yeah, like a, coach level, or the okay. coach, the manager yeah, version. The you manager know? version of NASL. I, I do that. That's how I play on FIFA. I, don't, I get tired of playing on FIFA, so I'll just go to manager version. And I'll just, you know, I'm going to sub these players out. And, oh, he's getting tired. i got to move him out. And, you know. <laughs> just take over the controls. Yeah. But really put the controls down. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. No, I think, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. We, uh, so before the show, Chris was very excited to show us. He found on the movie Kicking and Screaming yeah, with right. Will Ferrell that there was a Strikers reference that – uh, I've seen the movie one time, so I didn't notice it or wasn't probably paying attention after a while because uh, it's not an amazingly great Will Ferrell movie. But but uh, yeah, there's a there's a shot with Pele trying to kick a, a sh- that wasn't it, a it PK, was, it was no, just it was a, a free kick. Free kick because they had the so, wall up there. The yeah. striker wall was. Oh up. yeah, yeah. So the striker wall was there. It was strikers. It didn't say it across the chest, but we know it's yeah. the strikers. So we posted it on our Facebook. You can't mistake page. those jerseys. Yeah. So we posted it on our Facebook page. So and of course Pele missed it. So. He went over the top, and that's why his father caught the ball. Yeah. And he, and he took the ball out of his own kid's hands. He goes, I caught it. Yeah, yeah. So now he's got the ball. And then Will Ferrell, that's what he wants in return for this bet that they make. He wants that Pele ball. And that's when they show the strikers, and that's awesome. It's great to see them make, uh, making the movies. Yeah, yeah, big times. Yeah, big times. That was, Kicking cool, and that, that was really cool. That if, was a cool moment. If they'd only ever been in like Ladybug or Bend It Like Beckham, <laughs> I'd I'd really give them street cred for their, sure. their movie credentials. Oh. Maybe the strikers could get their uh, SAG card or something like that. For... <laughs> the, the first thing I said is I love our uniforms. It's the first thing I love our uniforms. I really do. I love yeah. our home kits. I'm... So they revealed them on Saturday. Yep. That how was, was great. how was that? that? Was what was the crowd reception like? I wasn't in there. Um. Everyone liked the reds, kind of. I mean, they were kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, it's not that much different. The whites, I think everyone had kind of a mix, puzzling. They didn't know. They did like them. Oh, I kind of like them. Did you hear any booze? No. Uh. It's, I I, it's not like um, 
the way that they've done it this year and last year where they walk out the whole team, it's not kind of like, you know, they take, like the year before they took the jacket off, like, off. and it was kind of like, oh, here they are, they threw the curtain back. This was kind of like a gradual, oh, you noticed it as they came up, so there's really not a chance for that. Surprise. Jump up reaction, or uh, I'm not sure, you know, you couldn't tell if everybody hated him or loved him at once, but I think in general people are happy with him. And yeah. the only way I think it's more, you either really like it or you really don't, I don't like it. Like, I don't know I don't if there's know, any like, middle ground. I heard them. someone talking, I don't know who it was, they said they're, I don't know, they're kind of different uniforms. They're mm-hmm. really kind of, I don't think people can wrap their mind around it yet. It's a little weird. What, the full sublimation? Is that no, what I think about? it's just a weird kit. It's, it's with the red in the middle and it kind of blows out the yellow a little bit and... No, no, uniform, I just, talk, uniform I'll, I'll, talk here, but it's a little I, bit different. Like. I wasn't excited about the, the lack of a bottom stripe, you know, like how there's so much yellow going down from, you know, all the way down. It doesn't feel like it finishes yeah. off, you know, so um, I'd be the type to say, tuck that into the shorts. That better mm-hmm. stay tucked in, <laughs> you know, and then you don't notice it as much. I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I kind of felt like the home kit was kind of normal to me. I thought it was cool, the side paneling there, with, and then with the flag there, I thought that was kind of cool, a little additive to it. Um, but the home, the away jersey, I really hated when I first saw it. And I think, now that I think back why I hated it so much, I hated it because it was in cartoon format. But when I saw it live, I felt like I liked it better. You know what I mean? So it was not like, it, it was like a bad mock-up of it on computer wise. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw it in person, I felt a lot better in about person, it. In person, it looks a little different. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks different in person. So, yeah. and, and, so and in, in a picture, it does. Do we make some people mad by talking about the other sleeve that has Palm Beach, Dade, and Broward, or what does it say? Is it, is it Palm Beach, Dade, and Broward or something? I'm going like to guess Derek knows. It says Miami, Broward, Palm Beach on it. Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach. All right, I guess I guess you can say Miami Dade County without saying Dade. Yeah, so they dropped we, the Dade. We figured out the whole thing. It, it it ends at United States, and the next flag they're going to have on it is the Earth flag. Oh, right. Because it, it goes into progressions. It goes Miami Dade Brown. It goes county wise. It goes state wise. It goes country wide. The next thing is you know United Nations flag, and then hmm. okay. Well, I don't Earth think. Flag. Is everybody in the United Nations? Yeah, we got to go yeah. world. Yeah, they've got all this boom, 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 boom. It's like we can go with like a Star Trek, like a Federation of Planets. You're representing every single aspect of like the world with this jersey. So Strikers is a world team. Okay. Not yet. We a don't have worldly that. No, team. we don't got that on the shirt yet. Oh, okay. Maybe next season. <laughs> Maybe next season. Or, or yeah, they can do it in the second yeah. season. They can have a they can have a third jersey, uh, and it'll just be like black with. The earth on the front of it. <laughs> I wore the jersey to Universal. Does that make it Universal? Ooh. No. Why? It's worldly. Or the Miss Universe contest? Well, if I wore it there, that should count. <laughs> Miss Galaxy? But I kind of like all that stuff on it, though. I kind of think it's nice. I like the flag. I, kinda, I, like, I like that yeah, side yeah, paneling. Yeah, I thought cool. it was a cool little additive. And like I said, I, I really think the away jersey looks a lot better in person. Just don't wear it. To a tailgater, it's going to get messed up. No, no, white. But I, but oh, that's, white on there. that's what I loved about my yellow jersey, my away jersey from last year. We, me and you, we've talked about it a million times. <laughs> you could really wear it out. I mean, it was a cool shirt to wear out. Yeah, well, I love that. Was, you could be formal a bit. Yeah, it wasn't so loud. It was, you know, I, I liked it. I really did. I'm going to jump off, guys. Uh, see everybody Saturday. I think Scott's going to get on with some uniform analysis. Oh, Uh-oh. oh, carrying on the uniform analysis. He's, he's Kit Titus. Thank you, Derek. I think a lot, I, I don't know. When, when, when I was there Saturday night, I, I really felt like the people that were talking about it 
felt like the the away jersey did look better than them. Because, I, I think agree. Because, because I kept saying it, so I was I was waiting to see if anybody felt the way I felt. So me saying it over and over again, I got some responses. And that was your first time seeing the the kits, right, Scott? Yeah, I was there. Um, uh, not a fan. Not a no. fan at all. Okay. Of the aways. Um, either. Well, the aways are terrible. I'm, yeah. I'm with Justin on the, the home. My biggest problem is that bottom where the, the stripe is missing, and it's all, like, yellow on the bottom. Not a fan of that. But I guess I just I had an idea of from where we were the first year of the Strikers – Mm-hmm. That the way the uniform was progressing, it was just reminding me more of being, you know, an old school original striker guy. It was getting closer and closer to the original striker uniforms, and all of a sudden this year we went in a completely different direction. So, not a big fan, and especially the way jersey. Some Italians, dude. Can't stand it. Italians messed it up. Well, well, I, I, I mean, I can make a new level. I can make an excuse for them and say, all right, it's a new, uh, it's a new jersey company, yep. um, similar to how our in the 2011 season we used a Homa kit. You know, and they just changed the colors of it. Right. You know, you could buy that jersey pretty much straight from the HOMA website. So, you know, I'll say we can give them a slight bit of a chance uh, being the new company. Was it uh, Acerbase? Or, or, yeah, I can't even pronounce uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the Italian company um, that, you know, perhaps next year they'll have something more devoted to. Because I know Nike, always, Nike does that, too, with some of the schools that they take on being like, you know, I'm a UCF fan, so the UCF jersey, the first year was the Nike kit jersey right. pretty much right. with UCF colors. So, and, and I'm hoping that, you know, I mean, I know UCF isn't going to be in Oregon where they're getting crazy colors and they're doing crazy jerseys, but, you know, uh, perhaps next year, you know, we can always look forward to the future. But, but yeah, for this one, uh, that, that, uh, that home jersey kind of reminds me of like a candy – I mean, the away jersey kind of reminds me of a candy cane because uh, you've got that white base underneath it with some multicolors and stuff. So it's a, it's a bit of a candy cane going on for me. Yeah, hopefully next year when they have more time leading up to the beginning of the season, they can do a little bit more with it. And I, I mean, I'm, you guys know I'm a retro guy. I, mm-hmm. I like the old-time strikers. I like the old-time look. It, anything that goes more in that direction, I'm always um, into. So Yeah, yeah, it's, it's – you know, I mean, it's a striker's jersey. It's got the crest on it. You know, yeah. still love the crest. And, uh, you know, it's cool that they're doing additional things to it and adding flags and, and different stuff to it. So they've taken a little bit of time to, to do some thought into it. You know, I, I'd love to see, you know, like Derek's uh, 4th of July jersey, you know, the red, white, and blue version, uh, make it out there for, like, the 4th of July game. I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, third jersey. So that kind of stuff, uh, you know. Jersey talk's fun. Yeah, I, I think a third jersey would be cool. It'd be, it'd be really cool. And I think a, a company like this company, I think I think they they do a very easy jersey. I mean, that thing is not difficult. I mean, and you were saying it's a sublimated. Since yeah. I'm getting into the the game, like uh, our friends over there at Gooser Inc. Gooser Sports, they uh, working on some jerseys for me. Um, sublimated's pretty cool. So it, it, it's just an easy process. You're basically putting a, a dye into the fabric. And that's it. I mean, you're really not changing the fabric at all. It's not like, you know, you're, you have a progression where it's, you know, different cuts and stuff. Like if you look at somebody like Justin's jersey where it's got a, you know, an obvious big cut in the black. You know, mm-hmm. e- either that's going to be a different type of material or the same material, but it's going to be cut in there. Right. And in a sublimation, it's just the same jersey. Oh, here all, and, and that's all they basically did except for those side panels. I, I found the pronunciation in ah. Chair bait. A chair bait. A chair bait. Okay. So it's A-H and, you know, their pronunciation, A-H and then chair and then yeah. B's. 
A Cherbis. So, but uh, but yeah, and that's and the the once the first season there was like several panels to it and stuff. Yeah. Or there's yeah. so there's stitching, and I mean I'm sure players, you know, similar to like uh, I can go back to we're gonna talk fashion talk. I can go back to like board shorts and stuff like that. Uh, real surfers don't like all the stitching and seams on their board shorts and surf shorts and stuff. So I'm sure you know soccer players don't want things that are gonna be binding on them and stuff like that. So yeah. getting a little too deep with jerseys. No way. No way. <laughs> no. I could talk jerseys all yeah. kits. I'm all not day. A, I'm not even a huge fan of talking kits all the time, but I mean now that I I saw it, I just saw it. I mean now I'm interested. I want to talk about it. And yeah. everybody's trying to revolutionize it and stuff like that. So Nike taking over for Reebok in the NFL. Those new NFL jerseys are pretty much almost like t-shirts or, or like a shirt putting it on yeah. versus the old days when you put on a football jersey and you've got all this tackle twill on it and there's like floating numbers all over your body and it's you know, all about grabbing yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying the more you grab mm-hmm. that's why they you see them tuck it in it's always yeah. tighter and that's what they want they want sheen stuff like this where it's i mean you got to really get a handle on this guy mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to just grab onto a number or something now you got to lock on him and you're yanking yeah. him down yeah that's a that's a great point as far as the nfl i mean i'm hoping they're not doing it with striker stuff but you know we hope our guys aren't getting ripped down but at least with the strikers ones, that yellow flash of, of pull on jersey, it kind of helps with the ref noticing and stuff <laughs> that their jersey's getting tugged on. You don't feel any different about seeing the the away jersey in person now? Um, you know, it, it, I think I agree with you. Look, look, I don't want you to feel like me. <laughs> I'm just it wasn't. It wasn't. You are in bad. his house. You might want to agree. Sure, of course. It wasn't you wanna, as you bad be back in person, but um, I don't know. Just, just not a fan. You know, whatever. Yeah, I. I won't buy it, and it'll be okay. <laughs> Strikers will be all right. It, you know what it is? I, I think I look so forward to that other jersey because I love our jersey, but it's like, it is. It's loud. I mean, it's hard, you know, it's loud. I really like the yellow one. That yellow one they had was, oh, was nice. I loved it. Don't even talk about that. I'm still yeah. looking for it. And I'm going to find it eventually on eBay, the same way I found that other stupid old jersey. One day it'll be on there, and I'll you know, buy it. You, you hit some, you lose some. They yeah. tried a new white. They, you know, it didn't work out too good. Maybe they'll go old school next year and... I don't, I don't think white is a problem. It's just I just don't like the way it came out. That's all. They could do something a little different. I think it would be better. What would you have changed? Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, going retro, I would love to see the original Strikers away jersey. Just the all white. Well, and then it had a it the had, yellow. It had a um yeah Strikers one, one bar right just one bar right and it wasn't dark. Well, I think it was ended on with red on the top and bottom of it like a like a one inch kind of red top and bottom. With the yellow in the middle, because mm. Derek had a Flight 19 shirt that was made the first year that we bought on Sazzle. They um, have a T-shirt in the Soccer Max truck that looks kind of like it. I mean, it's you at least get the idea of, of right. what it looks like on the front. And then, of course, they had a call. Yeah, there you go. Derek's got it. Okay, yeah. So it's the yellow, the two red bars. The red, right. the red bars on it, yeah. yeah. I, in, with a collar. But to me, that's just a I more classic look, yeah. so... I don't like collars that much. Mean, oh, I'm so dead balls against that. I yeah. hate collars. I mean, you might as well play golf. <laughs> but that's the cool thing. I, I guess. Like the I, USA jersey. I would buy it for a nice, expensive golf shirt. I'm buying the Popsicle shirt. I love the Popsicle <laughs> shirt. The I popsicle, do. yeah, the, the bomb pop. Yeah. Right? It's a, no, it's a rocket pop. Isn't that where it goes? Blue, white, Same red. Same thing, yeah. Bomb pop, rock oh, pop. Yeah. It's just two different companies, you know, like like Hostess and uh, and Little Debbie. Yeah, no, no, that's not, that's not a great companies. comparison, dude. That's not cool. <laughs> it really is. Well, no, like the better stuff comes you, from Little Debbie. Are you an officer or a service aide? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. About well, but that's what I'm saying. So it's some <laughs> other some other dessert company that yeah. makes rocket pop versus bomb pop. And of course, the 
to me, it, it could all be okay if it didn't have Miami on the sleeve. It, it doesn't belong there. It's I don't know. I could live with everything else, but if I could have Miami how bad on there, that bothers everybody. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I, I can kind of. I mean, I see what he's saying because if Miami is trying to come in with an MLS team and exactly. it's like you know, for some of us, feels like it's taking a shot at at our team, and then you're gonna, you know, I know they're trying to grab onto those fans and stuff like that, and they're doing every ditch effort to, you know, might be late to be trying to get to Miami fans. Listen, to they jump were this close ship. of adding Monroe. So you're lucky they stuck with me. I'm fine with the keys. Collier. Tom was like, dude, just throw Monroe in there, dude. Listen, if one person ever from Key Largo came to the striker match, that counts. You got to put Monroe in. You do. Miami FC had a a Key West fan club that used to watch the games on TVs because I learned that because in Hog's Breath, down on Key West, there's a Miami FC jersey up there. That's awesome. Autographed, and it says official bar of the Miami FC fan club Key West. Well, I mean, they're big, huge Dolphin fans down there. I mean, huge. I yeah. mean, we go to the we, we go to a lot of the local bars when we go down, and it's it's you know Dolphin intensive. You know, the people that hang. I'd love there. to do a watch party weekend down there. Right. <laughs> but is there any other pro team anywhere in the world that has the name of counties on their jersey? I mean, what's the reason for that? Because you're begging for anybody in Miami. That would that are going to watch the MLS in a couple of years to stay here with your strikers. That's yeah. my opinion. That's a foolish. I mean, we idea. made an attempt at it at the beginning. You know, in like 2011, we have flags that do say 305, 954, 561. Yeah, I remember you, you know, idea. but that was also in the days of South Florida United trying to get South Florida to pick up and and follow this team and it's stuff like thing. that. Don't you, you think? Know? You're, yeah. you're you're trying to include all of them. But yep. really, nine five four is, the, is your hub, right? I mean, it's where, yeah, but you're showing up late to that game. You know, you're 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 late. Like that card's been played already by you know uh, an underwear model. So <laughs> Ooh, the, he's got a team that they're trying. They're still working on trying to get. Sure. So, but, but but you're gonna reach out and try and just. It's. It, I believe it's a last ditch effort to get them to stay. Mm-hmm. Look, we don't want to lose our Miami fans. They're all, thinking all two of them. I mean. Uh, the, Listen, what, what, however many there are, but you realize you just probably offended a lot of people. Censors are going off across Chris, America. Chris makes, I mean, Chris makes a valid argument. Yeah, you know, trying to say, hey, you know, all right, so you guys might get a team soon. Don't forget, we're still here, and we'd appreciate you showing up to a game. Right. Okay, that's, but, but printing it on jerseys going, going pretty far. Agreed. But, uh, but, you know, hey. But it's small and all are All are welcome. Show up to the game, you know. But I think we've got fans that drive over from Collier County. Yeah, I'm not against people from Dade coming to watch the Strikers. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not against it. But, I mean, history by now tells us that that doesn't occur, that 99% of our fans are from Brown and Palm Beach. So yeah. you're going to have a budget that's going to be extremely limited for your marketing efforts and whatever it is you're going to do to try to attract fans to come. Spend it in Brown and Palm Beach. Don't forget Well, that's it. what they're doing. It doesn't cost them any money to put that on the jersey. So there's their, there's their marketing dollars that are going to Miami. Where can Miami we see Day those Day. poll stats, by the way, Scott? <laughs> in my head. Yeah, it's got that. It's on a big it's, soccer page 25. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Link hashtag. I took a poll of fans walking into the stadium. I said, which county are you from? Where do strikers draw fans thread? Yeah. <laughs> we should It'll be up that. next week. <laughs> we, should, we should try that at a game. I uh I was at practice Wednesday. I uh talked to uh to Steve. Steve, right? That's his name, Steve, right? Bernasconi? Yeah, uh, he does the Twitter yeah. and yeah. Facebook, right? Yeah. I brought up my uh 
my World Cup idea. What's that? Oh, from the supporters? Yeah, so... Yeah. You brought it up again, you mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. So he, Well, where we go to different bars to watch yeah. the games? So uh, we're going to see... The problem uh, is, is that... Is that time, time? The time of the games are all no, right? I think they're all early now. This World Cup, yeah, right? They're all like twelve o'clock, one o'clock, afternoon. Know. Yeah, I don't think so. Americans, no, four, six, and nine. Yeah. Oh, are they? They're an hour behind us. Oh, are they? Oh, I thought I could swear I, I, I thought I have games. I thought I had them in my phone as as oh, like behind. noon or whatever, and I was like, dude, come on. No, I'm pretty right sure they're behind. Yeah, Derek's like he was saying, it's like. I'm well, sure Derek's four. right, but yeah, Derek's right. right yeah. But I think four is probably the earliest that they they start. So oh yeah, okay. U.S. and Ghana, five thirty. Nigeria. Yeah, so that's not bad. Oh, Nigeria is a practice. We as striker fans have to put a full court press on this summer. We have. I have, I have Germany listed for some reason as eleven thirty. He's not German. I mean, just we're just talking about the pool game. We're talking about the pool game. I get weirded out. The number I two, Germany, number three company, country. You know, the number three country in the world, FIFA rankings. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's a yell at me and ruin the mood. Oh, <laughs> silence is a virtue. So anything else with the uniforms? Is that it? No, I that think we're good now. Good? I got my frustrations out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It, that, I think we're along the same. I mean, I don't know about the whites yet, but, but we got to get coach on, man. World Cup. World Cup this summer. As a striker fan, this is our time. Tom Mulroy pushes this, the kid stuff. Let him deal with kindergarten, elementary. Now the bar drunks have to take over. If these people are coming to a bar to watch a match that they can watch at home, they're a drunk like us. Grab them and bring them to a strikers match. You've got to, this summer is so important to us. All right, if you love the strikers, you want them to stay, you don't want to lose your ass to that underwear model, yep. then you know what? Grab a couple of fucking people that are out there. They're going to be there. They're drinking with you. Bring them with you to see the strikers fall season. He's making a gin now, too, by the way. You see that? He's in the, the gin. He's doing some <laughs> gin. Yeah, because huh? the rappers do vodka. Is that, is that he's a, into gin now, too, okay? He's a racist. That's why he's doing, he's doing different different liquor. I'm gonna start a rumor. I don't give a shit. He's trying to follow the double O. He's trying to follow the double O seven gig. I got it. Listen, I got to protect the strikers, all right? All right. So listen, we're gonna uh, we're gonna play that promo. Who's playing the promo? Hey, what do you want me to play? We're gonna play DJ Applehead because. Hey, everybody, get up. Hey, striker fans. You've been to the red light district. You've danced at the tailgate. You know someone who's having an event? Maybe you are. They call me DJ Applehead. And this is what I do. Check us out at whitetiefairs.com. What a great segue. To go from DJ Applehead to God. <laughs> You're God, Gunter. Thank you very much. <laughs> I get called that all the time. Hey, listen, pull that thing right where you're comfortable. We don't want to miss a word that you say. <laughs> Believe me. How are you, sir? I'm perfectly fine, really. 
I was listening just now, and I'm completely impressed, you know. Unbelievably, how you go in details with this. When I would work like this, I think I could win the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to talk English, dude. <laughs> I try my best, you know. But, you know it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Okay, thank you. I can't thank you enough. First of all, Coach, for you to be here right now, it's it, it's. I can't tell you how great it is for us. I mean, you're. I mean, you're. I, I went over your resume and your Wikipedia and all that other stuff. I mean, you're decorated. I mean, there's a Wikipedia. Yes, that's awesome. You, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't take enough. I mean, listen, anybody can call into some lame radio show, but for you to come here and be with us, that's dynamite, dude, dynamite. And I, I can't thank you enough. I anyways don't know if it was not a big mistake from my side. <laughs> <laughs> Are you regretting it a little bit or no? <laughs> not at all. all right, not at all. So you're enjoying yourself, right? 100%. It was a good sign awesome. when they went and started petting the cats, I think. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. look at the cats. Yeah, they, that was a good sign. I thought they'd never had a cat in Germany before. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, not Germany, Austria. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, they, you know, it was like it was, they were at Lion Country Safari or something. It was amazing. It was cool. You like cats, so you're a cat person, or you're a dog person, you said, right, mainly? No, not really. I like everything, you know. First everything. of all, of course, girls, you know. It's oh. Just, you know, this okay. is the, the main thing, you know. Sure. But then from the ranking, then I go to cats, cats. birds, birds, dogs. Dog. So birds are up there. We we saw your bird. You had beautiful macaws. I brought the most of them here from the States because I saw some really handled very poorly, you know, and I felt sorry for this for these animals. I took a lot of them to, to my home country now. So I have about 30 birds already right now there, which I... Safe from a really very bad environment. You teach them to talk? Some of them. That's awesome. Uh, I've, I've heard some birds talk and sing and do all that crazy stuff. It, it's amazing what they do. My uncle used to have parrots that would, I mean, you would think that there was a baby crying in the other room. or I mean, it's amazing how they mimic them. You should be very careful, too, when you would have a bird around you. Yeah, I know. I don't want that. <laughs> because it picks everything oh. up what you are saying. You Can know? you so imagine? Plus, really. Even after you leave, I don't even want that bird repeating it. God forbid he sees you again and it says what I said about you, I'd feel horrible. Yeah, those those African greys are nuts. They they yell at people and stuff, and they'll they'll learn all kinds of phrases and everything, and they they'll have whole conversations with people. My friend has uh, three of them at his house, and they're they're really smart birds, really cool. I know. I have some of them too, you know, and they are mimicking. Dogs, for example, you know, so when you go and you, you yell for a dog, they pick this up unbelievably <laughs> fast, so this is something really funny in my house. You know? <laughs> Yelling for the dog, yeah. get over here. <laughs> it's yeah. like what, what my mom used to do. Chris, Suzette, she was, she'd say all of our names, so I'm sure when you hear that, you don't even know who's who's really calling or barking. or. Oh, right. that'd be bad. My mom had a whistle, and all she had was one whistle, and then my brother and I, wherever we were, knew where you know we had to show up. It was like the bat signal, so if we had one of those birds and the bird did it, <laughs> just to psych us out, you know, and my mom's like not even home. We're like, oh, gotta get home. <laughs> if um, if you weren't a soccer coach, would you work with animals? Is that how much you like them, or love them? Or? Uh, it's hard to say, but I like them like this. Uh, you think you no could have been a vet? No, I could never. No, do this. no, not at all. You know, I cannot. You know, when when they suffer for any reasons, I would not be able to touch them. No. You know, this is not what I can do. So. But you know already, you know, my city where I'm, I'm living with everybody, everybody knows about this. So, you know, the doctors have always a free line for me because I'm calling basically 
or a couple of hours, you know, wow. because all the time somebody has anything, you know. Hmm. Is that loud at the house? It gets loud? <laughs> I don't have to in the house. I have to on the outside. Well, I know, but huge <laughs> cages. So what are you thinking? Well, you mean you don't live at the hotel with everybody? You know, we hear stories of the hotel. Listen, you put a couple of macaws together. I mean, they can they can, they can get, get it up. Yeah. They, they can. They get can yeah. yeah. Because sure. there's a dude across, uh, like, <laughs> like a cul-de-sac away from me that's got a couple of birds, and I can hear him in my bedroom, and I, I live in basically a dungeon. <laughs> so they can scream. I know, I know. So you, your neighbors never complain about no, that? No, not at all. That's not awesome. All. Yeah, of course. You probably just said, I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, um, any pets when you were younger that... Made this with animals? Any you have any you know, animals it, when you're a kid? It sounds maybe stupid even to tell you this because my experience with pets was in a way as I was, you know, you don't have always times where you are happy and you know, and I experienced a lot of people which were really, I don't know how to say this, they were not really honest to me. They were, you know, they were, they were not fair to me in any kind of way. And then they discovered a dog at this time, you know, and I realized that it was always quality time when I could spend this with the dog. And of course, it goes on. Then it was one dog, then it was a second one, it was a third one. So I spent most of the time all of these animals, you know, around me. So, and since this time, I would call it a habit, you know. Nice. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Know. It's great to get to know somebody like that. You know, we, we know him as coach, you know, we know him about, you know, strikers and all that. But it's cool to know the guy, right? Who's behind it? And I, I I love I could I could talk to you all day long, man. I could really good, right? He's interesting. He's an interesting person. So listen, if you have if you want, anybody want to call in, yeah, you know what the that. number is. Make sure you call in. You want to have a coach? Seven one three nine five five zero seven one one. But I tell you what, the players that we've had over, you know, nothing but good things to say. You know, they 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 do really respect you. I mean, they. They come over and they talk pretty real, but yeah, I mean they've got a lot of good things to say about you, and you know since uh, since last season and stuff. So I mean, you know, we're and, and as Chris always expresses, very excited with you and you know good stuff. You must have the first eleven because you know they of course they like always the coach. It's sure. always the same, you know. The starting lineup, of course, must like the coach, you know, because they were chosen from him. No, but besides this, I try to be very fair to everybody. Everybody knows when he's not on the team, when he's not playing. He knows exactly what he has to improve and everything. So I make it very clear. I'm very outspoken. No, go on. This is going. Yeah. So the biggest difference, in my opinion, is as I came here the first time, you have a lot of different nationalities here. Uh-huh. In each country, everybody thinks different about soccer. The way how you play, you know. A lot of the South Americans, for example, play much more technical soccer. Europeans, for example, play much more physical soccer. So everybody in Europe who grows, grows up there, you know, in, in a soccer environment, they have very similarities how they play. So it's not very hard, you know, to, to tell them the goals, what they sh- still can achieve. But when you have here somebody from El Salvador, one here from the States, everyone, when they come there, they think about soccer in a completely different way, completely mm. different. What is important for them? which things they should, should, should bring on the field and everything. And this, in my opinion, is the challenge. Every coach who makes it here, when you make it here, make it everywhere. So they get Sinatra, so. Um, <laughs> how young were you when you realized you were a, like a coach? Like, were you always, when you were little, were you always kind of watching and coaching when you were playing? Or at what point 
did you start to want to coach? The, the very bad part on me is, bad for my, for my girl at home, is I'm a perfectionist by certain things. I want everything doing till the last spot. You know, I don't want to leave it up to somebody else or, or you know, that there are some, some circumstances which may be, you know, it's, it's not clear how you work this. I want to do everything from one to hundred when I do something like this. And as I saw, you know, what, what coaching needs also to really achieve some goals, I thought this, this fits me, basically, you know, because you have to take care of, of physical shape from players, of the technical abilities from them, and also from the social point of view, how he integrates himself in the team is very important, you know. So, and I found out that this is really something that they want to wanna do in my future, and this is what I did then. Are you a better player, or were you a better, are you, were you a better player than you were a coach? Very hard to answer this. Very hard. So I had I had one coach. He was the at the time the Hungarian national team coach, Lajos Bauti. He just oh, I know him. <laughs> We're like this. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So he discovered me as a player. He saw I was playing in the smaller league at the time. He saw me, and then he, he contacted me and they said, you know, it's amazing. I never saw somebody, you know, with had so many tools, you know, to play it on a high level. So I thought, okay, when a person like him. You know, things like this, I should try maybe this on a better level. So and then I was going, I played in Salzburg, I played in Innsbruck, this were big, a lot of times champions in Austria. But I think, personal, that I'd be a better coach than a player. This is what I think. Yeah? Yeah. You th- would your coaches say that, or are you saying that? I'm saying this, but they say it based on certain circumstances also, because I had coaches like, I had the German national team coach, I had the Swedish national team coach, I had, as I said, the Hungarian national team coach, which whom I was working with, different different positions at the time, because I had, for example, Joachim Löw for Austria Wien, as I was sports director there by Austria Wien, and he became then afterwards, he became the German national team coach, so I had already at this time a very good feeling for the quality of certain coaches, what I was looking for. So I had a very good pedigree, let's say it like this, and I think I took from each one, I took something, and what I think really made a lot of sense. But the bad part is, here in the States, you have to start from scratch again, because everything is different. Everything is different, but very interesting, very interesting. Mm. Why? Is it, is it the challenge, or I mean, do you feel like you can take over the world here? Potential? Because, it, yeah, oh yeah, potential is probably the better word, but it's easier to take over the world here in soccer, I, I would think. Right? It, the U.S. is behind it, right? I don't think so. Because no? I think they're behind by, by certain things, but they're not behind when it comes to the quality of the players. I just don't think that, for example, the MLS or the thing have the best players. Because when we, when we ride out for, for a tryout, there come players sometimes, they're completely, completely surprised which kind of players are showing up there from time to time. Unbelievably, mm-hmm. tools what these people from time to time have. Do you watch MLS? Yes, from time to time. And how how much better are those players than NASL players? Now, when they come here, they always claim that the difference is not that much. Is that your opinion also? I think there's no difference at all. This is what I think. Not at all. Are you, are you telling me the people I go watch on Saturday, which people call D2, minor league, they call... They call it everything. Is equal or better or whatever you just said to MLS? 
I'm 100% convinced. I watched a lot of MLS games. We played against MLS teams already. I don't think that they are bad in any kind of way. When Dallas walked out against us, I was like, oh, my God. I don't, for me, as an American football fan, I thought about, you know, when Alabama walked against Notre Dame, you saw the size difference. I was like, oh, my God. You, I mean, when Notre Dame walked out there, Alabama looked like they were huge. I mean, they looked, they, they dwarfed them. And when Dallas walked out there, I, I really felt the same way. I thought they had a lot of bigger dudes. You have to understand one thing, Ben. For example, look at Europe. I hate when you yell at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, makes, it makes me feel really weird. From, from time to time. I feel like no beer. I feel that. From time to time, I have to do this. I'm sorry. Yeah, straighten, you, straighten you out, Chris. No, but what I really think with this is it's very simple. When you look in Europe, when you win a league, you move up to the next one. You know, here you can buy yourself in into a league. Yeah. When I would be now a very wealthy person and buy the best players, I still cannot move up to the MLS. I just play in the NSL. Even when I would have maybe the best team from all, you know, but there's no possibility right now. So, you know, just with, with getting a license there or you buy, you know, a license for thing, then you move up. Not because you're qualified or you're better than the other one. And that's why I think here in the leagues, sometimes in the third league, they're better than some in the NSL. It's possible because it depends always on the person who provides the money, who gets the players the best one and everything. So that's why I think it's still not the best setup, in my opinion. Right. You yeah. Know how yeah. do you do this now? And we, and we could talk all night about that. Oh. Uh, okay. Promotion and relegation. No, I mean, there's, a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there on Twitter and stuff like that. And, and in the world, that, at least in our soccer universe in America, that we have, you know, for Division Two, you know, there's a lot of Cosmos fans up in New York and stuff that – you know, we talk about that kind of thing and, and um, you know, the difference it could make in America where it's not the money that talks and stuff. Um, what about coming over from from the teams that you've had in Europe and you've been in charge of in Europe that, you know, like some of the difference in, like, franchise, the, the, the quality, you know, as far as, um, you know, team support stuff, you know, like, what are you having to do in addition, like, the difference between what you had to do over there as the coach, the manager, uh, versus what you might have to do now uh, for the strikers, where you maybe don't have the staff elements that you would have, uh, extra trainers and, and stuff. I mean, is there a difference that you've had? It's for sure a little bit different, but, but what we have right now, I'm very satisfied with everything what we have is the strikers. I have a great goalkeeper coach, I have a great co-coach, so I'm really very happy with, with all of them. So uh -huh. also. The whole staff which is working there for the strikers, in my opinion, is great. You know, everybody is really focused on this. Give us all the freedom what we need, for example. <clears throat> and this is exactly what I'm asking when I'm, I'm coaching somewhere because I don't need or don't want anybody to interfere in this because you know when I don't when I don't perform with my team, I'm getting fired. You know, so I don't want that anybody I don't want that anybody you know tells me something what I should have to do or whatever this is. That this is. The only thing that I would wish, of course, is that we would have maybe a second or a third sponsor a little bit more, that we could bring in a little bit more money and looking for a little bit more expensive players already. This is what I, I'm still, you know, looking around a little bit in order that we would get some, some yeah. exciting we, we players. We need an infusion you, you of mentioned, money. You mentioned bringing in players, and a question came in from the chat room from Chris. Uh, <laughs> did you have any influence on getting uh, Evers or, or Oka? Seeing is that we didn't we haven't had many European players in the past. The good part, you know, being here and having a soccer team here, basically in the area where we are where we are right now is that a lot of European players would love to come here. 
a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's always a problem money-wise because they are used to completely different monthly paychecks as they are here. You know, so when you would like to get somebody really with, with can help the team a lot, then he's either too old that he says already to you because this is what we have now. You know, I already made my money. But I really want to see how the, the American League works. I still want to, want to go there for one more year. So we were looking now, of course. And I think we got two great players now. I think we got two great players, you know, with, with the German background now. We just have now to figure out how they can fit in because they came very late and now they're suffering a little bit with the temperature, with the humidity and everything. And this is, of course, is also something what makes it a little bit different because... Yeah. Will they eat the broths? <laughs> I'm not sure about it. <laughs> they, they probably don't know Johnsonville yeah. very well. <laughs> They're not real sure. I don't think they have a Johnsonville factory in Germany. <laughs> Look, I got a shitload of brats and Frankfurters. You know any Germans? <laughs> I mean, bring a, any German you okay, know. I'm pretty sure my co-coach would eat it right away. All right. Yeah. Call him over. Okay, we will. <laughs> we'll get him on next time. Next Speaking week. of the co-coach, how, how is that relationship? You, you tight with them? You like them? You don't really like them? No, I have to. <laughs> well, I have, no, no, you, you know what? Hold on. No, no, I have to say That was a bad thing. question. No, no, no. It, it was if a good if you don't like them, no, if you don't like them, wink. It was a very good question because, <laughs> first of all, whenever I sign a contract as a coach somewhere, I sign it only under the circumstances that I can decide who is my co-coach, who is the goalkeeper coach. Because when you go somewhere and you work and you get a job like this, you have to do really to get the bodies around you, you know, which are not backstepping you. Yeah, and you need your peeps. Yeah, you need, you need this. So at first, I thought, okay, I would have some, of course, I have some play, some coaches which I worked with in the past, but at first, I gave everybody a try. So I gave them also a try at first. They didn't know that I have the authority, you know, to, mm-hmm. to say it's over now. So and I was watching them, and I was very pleased with them. They were really good in in. in this is what they were doing. They were honest to me. They they didn't try to do you know to backstab me and everything. So we are still working with. They were scared time. of that accent. I know it was. I know I'm scared shitless right now. Well, still. But your assistant coach even has a way about him. You know when we were watching yeah. practice. He's very. Raul is it Raul right? <clears throat> Raul, yeah, he yeah. has a way about him too. It's very boom yeah. boom. He talks, then you'll talk, then mm-hmm. they'll go out, then it's it's. So <laughs> that's, that's a great point. Yeah. Now I've been to a bunch of practices now. And now I got you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, listen, it's nothing bad. We've already talked. I would never, I would never backstab God. Okay. But I still have to say one thing, you know. What? God. Because what really scared me a lot, the goalkeeper coach is Brazilian. The co-coach is German. You know how we Austrians are with the Germans? <laughs> they are our biggest enemies. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, we make jokes about each other. All right, take the Frankfurters off. Get <laughs> the broth <laughs> out of here. He, no, he was. We'll tell everybody give about the, it. Give him yeah. to the goddamn ducks. When he showed, when he showed, up, when he showed up to the Cudio tonight, Chris is all like, I got your Frankfurters. And he's like, I don't like any of this. Nah. What do you? T- I don't want any of it. Like, what are you talking about? Like it's a sauerkraut out of the question. I'm not German. <laughs> well, I was gonna put Austria up on that map there for Chris, but I didn't think it would help much. Why? It's by Italy. <laughs> yes. Oh, I wouldn't know that either. Yeah. I, know. I know that's what. <laughs> I don't have a passport. It's right. It's right there, yeah. on the upper right corner. Yeah, it doesn't do me any good. You, you could be pointing to the blank wall right now. Exactly. <laughs> In fact, I thought he was. Does Austria look like a boot? It's like the back of the knee for the boot. Yeah. That's Austria? Yeah. Oh, you guys are close. Come by. You guys are close. Come on over. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you guys can go skiing. He used to he was a skier. Okay. 
Hang out in Napoli. Have a wine or two. Napoli is <laughs> nowhere near where you want to be. Jesus Christ. This guy's only Italian by claim. Yeah. No, by injection. He's never he's never even stepped foot on the on the continent. My dad came in my mouth. That's the only reason. <laughs> my dad came in my mouth. I, I, I'm not a map guy. You know the whole map? Yeah, not all, but I mean, all stories you tell. I'm sorry, dude. I love you to death. I mean, that's cool. You're right there. So you're right there. We're like this. It's awesome. He's been on the wall the whole time. We're, yeah. we're neighbors. <laughs> Howdy, neighbor. How much could it possibly be UPS to get from there to there, right? Six bucks? You got a, you got a lot of mountains. Big Big mountain area. To get to get through, sled dogs and all uh, that kind of stuff. Now, is your house in Austria that you showed us with the birds and all that? No, this no. is in Slovakia right okay. now. Yeah. Right now, you move it. He's a jet setter. No, I'm not a jet setter, but you know, my girlfriend comes from there, so oh. I, have to, I have to sacrifice a little bit, you know. Is that a sac? Oh no! Don't start pointing <laughs> news right there. <laughs> See, S L O. So you're uh, Austrian. Right? Yes. She's Slovakian. Yes. They're both your neighbors. Are you friendly? Are you do you like each other? Like they're it, friendly is countries. That cool? That's cool. Is there yeah, is there a treaty? That's cool. Yeah, I, I just wonder because like you see some movies like Italians don't get along with the Puerto Ricans, the Puerto Ricans don't get along with the <laughs> That's in New York. That's in New York. That's the only place I'm from, dude. How many places you want me to be from? How many places could I possibly be from? He's doing, he's this is what I know. He's doing the pinch fingers. That's what I know. I don't know what, who you get along with. How would I know who you get along Chris, with? Chris, you get your Italian history from The Godfather? Listen, I still think he's German. I made Frankfurters and Bronx and, and sauerkraut. And nobody ate. But but then he had Polish sausages. And he's like, is this oh good? Do you like this? I would have been, hey, listen, I would have been happier with Polish sausages. I, I would It says Polish, and it was Polish. I would have bought them. <laughs> This is just Chris expressing himself in the best way he can, really. I was trying to be yeah, nice. He was, this was exciting for him. It really is. <laughs> he wanted to buy you flowers, but he doesn't know your favorite type. That's weird, right? Uh, completely weird. <laughs> completely weird. You know, you know what I would like to hear? What was, your, what was your greatest game you ever had in your whole life? The greatest game. Oh, that's had. awesome. Player. Uh, player has a problem. <laughs> because we, we all have do. some no we won the the cup final in Austria at the time against I played by Innsbruck and we played against Rapid Vienna at the time and they were the big favorites and we were of course you know every, nobody took us for serious and then we won this though this was a good experience I remember this but as a coach I have a much better one Okay. we played against Athletic Bilbao you know when you as an Austrian team go to Spain, play against the cup winner there, and everything, then this is clear from the very first beginning already. Nobody even take you for serious. So I walked in there by the press conference. Everybody was asking the, the Spanish thing, all kind of questions, and then they were already on the way out. Then one finally, you know, thought he has to ask me something. They ignored you the whole time. Just, just for being nice, you know, just for being right. nice. And said, so, you got uh, a sympathy question. Uh, coach, uh, by the way, so what was the... You know, what was going in your head as you were coming here for this game, you know, and, and you know, did you see this as like a vacation trip with your team? 
<laughs> I said, you know, for being honest, I know that we'll win this game tomorrow. And as soon as I said this, everyone <laughs> was <laughs> running <laughs> about face. Everybody was running back from all the other ones. You know, everybody wanted to ask me. They made fun out of this. Uh-huh. They like, okay. We kicked out next day. We really nice. won there. Yeah. This was really, this was a memory for me, which, of course, which is will last forever, you know. You're the Austrian great. Joe Namath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That, that was Atletico, Atletico Bilboa? Yeah. Cool. You know, I was looking over your resume. I think the, the, the thing that I was most shocked about is there's another Red Bull team. I had no idea. Red Bulls all over the world with teams? I played once for this team. So Red Bull Salzburg was back in the days Austria Salzburg. So Red Bull, Mateschitz, the owner, bought this team. And I played for this team. And I was also a sports director by this team once. I know this team and everything very well. But the second Red Bull team, what you mean, this is in the, in the third division. I'm talking about Red Bull Salzburg. How yeah. old is that team? And, and when did, how old were you when you played on it? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I have to, to count back now. Yeah, I think I was 26, 27 years old or something like this. It's a plate there. What he's saying is they became Red Bull recently. Recently. They yeah. weren't oh, Red Bull. They no, were no, different. No, 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 you have to listen. Yeah. You have to listen. <laughs> Look, I don't have time to listen. Okay. I, I'm, I'm asking questions, and I'm hoping somebody else... I'll interpret for you. <laughs> somebody else has got to take over here. Okay? Now, Red Bull is running the team just a few years now, you know, as he basically wanted to promote his product very well. He thought there's a good chance also with a soccer team, maybe. And they're doing a great job now. How long ago was that, that it was Red Bull? You know, I don't know exactly, so don't nail me, you know, when, when I'm incorrect. I would say so six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah, since Red Bull started, you know, purchasing teams, you know, like, like Red Bull in New York. Yeah. I know, but, but you knew that, that they, they, they bought more than one team? Red uh, New York, New Jersey was like not even the first one. Well, obviously. Mm-hmm. How many? How many do they own? Red Bulls, but the thing is, Red Bull owns so many like franchises of just stuff, not soccer teams, but just stuff. You know, they've got Red Bull mountain bike leagues, and and they, uh, they're sponsor. Right, you sponsor know. wise. Yeah. Yeah, but they have also. I never knew they owned like that. Where I mean, they're over there in not Germany. I I may have seen it when we looked them up when we first when Coach first came. I might have gone, oh Red Bull, okay, yeah, it's probably a Red Bull team, you know. It, it it happens, you know. There's there's some weird te- names for European teams of like sponsors and stuff like that, you know. I think Ken has some information for you too. He's trying to chime in. Uh, talk to me, Ken. You can call on the phone, Ken. Yeah, or hey, call in. <laughs> call in. <laughs> He's gonna actually call in. <laughs> you no, gotta go. You gotta go in the other room. What Red Bull also has and what really makes them, I, I mean, really doing the right job now in the way how they do this. They have an academy in Brazil. They have an academy in. In Africa, so they do. They Ooh. they get all the best players from everywhere in a very young age, and then they bring them on there, and they are, they dominate the league anyways already right now. There, so I think they're doing a great job in the way how they do this. That's one of the keys that I guess as an American that we've learned that just really you don't see as much in America is just what they do in Europe is is, is just that reloading of players by grooming these kids, you know, like Messi grew up in Barcelona's academy and just was bred to be this guy, and, and they just created him. he come over from Argentina, and, and that's just something, on a minimal scale they have it in America, but it's just not the kids make these choices when it comes to going to college, and they go, and, and we've heard it from other guys, 
uh, I decided to just go for baseball or I decided to go somewhere else. They just didn't have that future, you know, uh, like they did in Europe. But uh, I think I think these academies are starting to grow in America now. And I know some of the MLS teams do have academies. And, you know, it's it, I, in 10 years, 15 years, it's I mean, we're, they're probably going to be able to put out some players that are going to be worthwhile to watch and, and see and make the leagues better. So that's awesome. I'm always weird, weird out about that whole thing, you know, are you cool with the sponsor being the name, or does it not matter at all to you? You know what? For being honest, I was listening to you guys before as if we're going over the uniform. Hey, please don't be honest, <laughs> <laughs> because then it, that only gets you in trouble. Okay, Just lie like a mother effer. But I have to. Be. I think he knows. I think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I never looked at this from this point as you guys are looking at this. I was completely impressed at this, you know, because as you were talking about this, what is written on it, this, what is written on it. For me, it was always very important to, to see immediately this is a striker's t-shirt. But little details or so, I was never looking so close into this, you know, because everybody should be proud putting this, this t-shirt on. This is for me the main thing, and the strikers, you could immediately always tell when there are a couple of players and there's a one with the striker's t-shirt, you, you saw this already. But I was never looking so close, so from now on, tomorrow I will, the first time I take all the t-shirts out, and look at all the little details with the, which are on this. So Did I, you do that for your teams when you were growing up as a kid? No. Why? Different, you know, because what you have is you have one shirt. What, for example, Austria Wien, this is purple. This is the team with the purple thing. You know this, but there are different things, of course, a weighing thing. But you know, the purple team, this is Austria Wien. So you feel this mm-hmm. when you walk out with the purple, you know. Yeah, but there was nothing written anywhere else. No, not, not a lot. So nothing. for me, this is. This is well, wait, wait, you say not a lot. No, but what I want to say with this is. Because every club now, besides a few, they're really lacking now in, in money and sponsorship. So they have to, to, to reach out for different ways, you know, to, to make this happen, that you really can, can support each player yeah. in a better way and everything. I think it's important because they have also to give something. When you want to take something, you have also to give a little bit. So when there's something written on it, you know, it doesn't really already interfere in a kind of way that they don't recognize the team at all anymore, then I have not a problem with this. Strikers t-shirt is so, you see this, you can have thousands out there, you know which one is a Strikers t-shirt. And when there's something written a little bit on it, it doesn't really bother mm-hmm. me more. Yeah, as long as you've got those red and yellow hoops for the home jersey, we know red and yellow hoops, that's a Strikers jersey, you're, you're, you're on it. Chris, hey, you got a caller? Hey, Coach, you got a call, man. Did you let him on yet? Well, I'm hitting the button, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it for my... I think I hit it. Go ahead, caller. I believe you're on the line. Hey, what's going on? It's Ken. Hey, oh. Kenny. Perfect. Ken, how's it going? You, you, you said to call in, so I called in. Oh. Absolutely. Question well, for the I coach? Just, uh, I, well, I just, spent a, uh, I just spent a week in his country, in Austria, and so I, I had some, some information that I... Because I went around and I went to the stadium where Austrian plays and where Rapid Vienna plays and where Red Bull Salzburg plays. And it was a lot of fun. I had a, a great time. Uh, Austria is an awesome country. And, uh, yeah, the guy who actually started Red Bull lives in Salzburg. And that's where, uh, you know, that's why uh, the arena is, you know, now named Salzburg Arena and he renamed the team Red Bull Salzburg. And they just crushed the, uh, the Austrian Bundesliga this past season. So, Fun fact. But, um, my <laughs> my question my question for coach was you know the first one of the first times he saw the team he saw the strikers play a, a full game was that um, that tough loss that we had up in Tampa Bay um, 
you know, last year uh, in the first half of the season when that, you know, that dreadful first half of the season, and then he took over in the second half. And so I just wanted to know, you know, what he's seen in progression and, you know, who, who he believes in, uh, on, in on the team that's going to be able to contribute this season and what he sees as the, the future, you know, for the team going into not just this season but past this season also. Well, he's had a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was three questions. Chris would have yelled at him at that by a certain point. <laughs> okay, I try to answer this. First of all, I think, you know, as I came in the first time, the progress I think we saw already in the last half of the season because as I came in at the watch day against Tampa, they were in the last place and they got really beat up there, you know, with 4 nothing, And they could have even gotten there much more goals. So they were lucky with 4 nothing. this was really something you take immediately, you know, when you saw this game. So... From this time on, you know, I tried, of course, to, to change certain things a little bit around because I have still, my hands are still tied a little bit because what I would like to do, I cannot do everything. You know, everything depends always also on money a little bit. It's not only changing the tactic around. It's not only changing, you know, maybe the, the, the physical shape from the team around. Sometimes also you would have to change some players, you know. But players, what you really want badly because you know that they can really bring something more to the team. But when you have a certain kind of budget, you know, we can only move inside this, this, this range from, from low to, to high somewhere there inside. And when you look at the, at the teams now in this season in the NSL, there are some teams that signed players. I would love to have these players on our, our field too. There's, we know this, you know, so we have to work as a team extremely good this year because we don't have these extremely outstanding players. We don't have this, you know, but we have a good team. I'm pretty sure we have a good team and we can surprise the one or the other one, you know, which we're investing much more than we did, you know. But we have to work really very hard together as a team and then I'm, I'm pretty sure that we can, can really make every fan happy out there. The only problem what I see a little bit also right now is we have only nine games. You know, nine games, this is like, you know, when you are basically a marathon runner and all of a sudden you have to run a sprint, you know. This is, this is not what you like to do because when I work with them, on their physical shape, I work for them that they can go to the whole season. This is what you do, you know. I'm not used to, to practice with somebody who should be there already right away and he has only to play nine games. You know, so it depends a lot of luck, in my opinion, also now. Nine games is when you, you can lose one or two or two games because you, don't, you are not lucky, you know. But when you have a full season in front of you, you know, then it comes also then finally down to the shape in which you are in, physically and tactically. One game you can always lose, you know, all the time. So, but when you have only nine games, then this can be already, you know, something what can can be a. Big but just tell them don't lose. <laughs> What's the problem here? I will try. You know, I'm already thinking to signing you. You know, as a motivator. <laughs> oh thing, my you know, God! You don't want to do that. Oh. I, can't do it. I take it back. I take it, it back. might be okay. the best motivating ever. Don't <laughs> be this guy. <laughs> Here's your best advice. <laughs> Don't hire Chris. <laughs> you want to wind up like this? <laughs> Win this fucking game. <laughs> Boom. Six goals automatically in the yeah. first 15 minutes. <laughs> but listen, if you ever do, I'm, I'm, listen, shot in the dark. If you ever do need me to do like a pregame you know, type of speech, <laughs> you know, you know I am my, there for you. My services are for I, you. I was thinking something different, you know. <laughs> no. Perhaps a two-two address. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like staying in the parking lot. <laughs> no, that you don't do the speech there, but that you may be, you know, during the week, 
that you play against us a little bit because this could bring up the confidence from my players. <laughs> <laughs> Chris would blow his knee out in the first game. Listen, my death is not going to help you guys win. <laughs> if it will, listen, maybe I'll cut my throat. I'm not getting out there and running around with you guys. I'd rather slit my throat because I'm better at it, I think. Chris, Chris would prefer maybe to be the, uh, the warm-ups coach because he does like to warm up when the guys are down in the end zone uh, doing the little spins and, yeah. the, and the jogging around the cones. Again, when for a joke. Staying hot. <laughs> Very short-term joke. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Running around. I'm not a huge running around type of person. I don't want to move that much. Perhaps you want to make him a race car driver. He'll drive a vehicle. <laughs> I had, so Wednesday, Wednesday's now my new day. I bust my balls Monday, Tuesday to get done early so that I started like 5 in the morning on Wednesday, 6 in the morning on the Wednesday. I'm done at 9, 8.39. I jet over to practice. And if you've never been at practice, if you get a day off and, you decide you want to do it. It's so cool. It's it cool. is. I'm very jealous, jealous of you when I see them pictures. I'm like, God damn it. It's really cool. He said practice. <laughs> First of all, Gunther has this court thing that he does, which is it's really weird as a fan watching because he, it's like it's like he ignores them for a certain part of the whole, you know, practice, basically. He'll say, you know, he'll... All right, it's known. All right, these are good. They're going to talk. <laughs> so they gather around. They just, you know, they huddle around. He says this thing, and he, he's very, it, he seems very rhythm, riv, what's the word? Rhythmatic. No, that's not a word. You've just created one. <laughs> I don't think it's an Austrian word. I don't think it's an American word. You've just made up a word. It's a criticism. <laughs> a criticism, yes. Like he's coming through the forest, and there's an open yeah. area there, and he's going to about to and, and speech. He, and he, and it's like a chant. And then it's said, and then he walks away. <laughs> then the assistant coach is on his own. Hey, take care of these kids. I'm done. He dropped, He just drops the mic yeah. and walks Later. away. Later. <laughs> Watches. And then when it's drill time to you know change the drill up, then God comes back in. He respeaks. Jesus takes back over. <laughs> it's, very, it, it's, a, it's a process every, every practice. This is how it should work, no? <laughs> I, I, listen, you're a winner in my mind, so I say yes. No, but just to give an explanation why we are doing this and in which way we are doing this, because it's very important that you don't overlook certain things, little mistakes, what they're doing there. So one has to observe this, of course, and before we go to practice, we talk about this exactly what we're doing today. We have a completely clear game plan, what we're doing with each practice. This is already done a week before, 14 days before. You just change certain things around when there's actual something coming up, mm-hmm. what I don't like. And I, for example, don't like on, on, on by the practice that they keep the ball a little bit long in midfield, so then we change, of course, the routine immediately. And this is when I come in always and make the speech because it's not what I like. And the players know me already. When they step over the line, then I can get really mad. I don't look like this because I'm always nice to you. Ooh. But I'm usually... I believe it. That accent scares... I'm telling you, that accent scares the shit out of me. You really think somebody's dying. Right? You're not doing my 4-3-2 or whatever, the, whatever thing I'm telling you to do, you're not doing it? It's like death's around the corner. No, but where's the difference? And I said this before that there's a big difference when you have South American players, when you have American kids there, you have 
you know, you have so many different nationalities. So they have, of course, to get used at first to a coach which comes come from a completely different background. So first of all is for me discipline, because when you don't have discipline on the field by practice, you're not playing with me. Mm-hmm. You're not. So, but to bring this over to them already takes at the beginning over some time, you know. And when it's tough, said, to, tough to break it in on them, yeah. When this is, but I'm not playing around with them because you know this. I have only you know a certain amount of time to do this because we have much more to work on, you know. So when somebody does not deliver this, what I'm asking him for, he gets one time a chance to change this fast. Otherwise, he's out. They don't care who he is, which name he is in the team. I don't care about it, and everybody realizes this. So when I have, as you say, when I hold court there. <laughs> then they already, you know, this is shortly before explosion mostly, you know, and they know me already. So then it works always much better like this. And I know this, we just have to bring this in that this goes over 90 minutes, not 20 here. Then I need to talk again and then again 30. Then I have to talk again, you know, so this should go smooth. This is what we have to achieve. And then we will become a better. One player. question of your power. Do you have that power? You have the power to release somebody anytime you want. 100%. Where does, you, where, where does your power extend to? If you don't mind me asking, how like, far? Like, how, yeah, how far? Like, can you you have full control of the team? One hundred percent. Nobody can interfere with this. Nobody can tell me this one should play, this one should not play. So I'm, I would walk away immediately. Awesome. And only somebody tries to tell me anything, then I'm out. Punch him in the face. I love my God. <laughs> let me uh, let, let's play a promo, uh, two promos real quick. Take a breather, and then we'll get right back into it. Good. Ultra. 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 Don't get up. You have nowhere to go. Do you want <laughs> top-notch soccer guests? Well, we got them on Ultras Alive every Monday night at 9 p.m. We talk to everybody from Fort Lauderdale Strikers to MLS, local media to national. So go to ultrasalive.com every Monday night at 9 p.m. to get your soccer fix. So listen up, Peter Brown. Deal with that little punk. I mean, why is he such a dick? So you would agree he's a nugget. And Uncle Ed. <laughs> great, great. Good time, good time. <laughs> That's awesome. Ultrasalive.com. Every Monday night, 9 p.m. Guys, get your head out of your fucking asses and let's put this show on the road. <laughs> Isn't that Daryl Shore? We also can't forget to promote Gooser Inc. and Gooser Sports. Come into the Cudio and hanging out. In a new tailgate shirt Jeez. yeah yeah just taunting people that's so wrong to oh, do it looks nice it does look nice so nice look at, oh, oh, look at that, no look at all that stuff that's awesome it's just nasty the new the new gooser a gooser sports tailgate show t-shirts are going to be oh. off the hook and we're absolutely gonna get gunter one what the question for Gunter is, I, I remember the Edmonton game when you got kicked out. Oh, and, and, God. Oh. And I want to know if that was maybe the strangest thing that's ever happened to you. And, and, you know, they were showing you in the stands communicating. I guess maybe you were, maybe you weren't. I don't know. It, it just seemed like fine it was videos? really probably the craziest striker event we've seen. Hold on. on. Hold on. God, before you talk. Dude, don't get in trouble, please. <laughs> don't say, listen, be political as shit. Please be Obama, but... You know, you. <laughs> I will not get in trouble. I promise it is Thank for you. sure. But this was something also what I experienced the first time over here because we got the free kick there. And he was wrong with this. So we got the free kick. He shot the free kick. We saved it and we played on. And then he, he, he brought the whistle again and let's repeat the free kick. And we got the goal out of this. So I was going to him, to the linesman, and I said, 
can I just ask you what just happened now? Because I really would like to know why <laughs> did you repeat this free kick? Because there was no reason. The ball was far away. He didn't complain about this. He kicked it. No, you know what, what, what he said? He blew the whistle and they didn't take it immediately. So then they took it and he blew the whistle, you know, a second time that they should take it. And he said, I thought I irritated them. And we got a goal out of this then. You know, that I was not happy with this situation because this was a complete bullshit, what he told me. This was complete. Yeah. They, didn't, the, the, the they didn't score, so he let it repeat a second time. You know, that's, I'm sorry, but this is something that should not be in the field. I always tell my players, you know, don't interfere with the ref, and I do this myself also, of course not. But in this case, you know, you get a goal out from something because he did something wrong. That's not okay with me. But have you ever seen a coach go into the stands and do what you'd ha would happen? I've never seen that before, where I saw them on TV showing the coach in the stands, and it was crazy. It was I've never in my life. Oh, it happens very yeah? often in Europe, of yeah. course. I've it never. Very often. But now they have new rules. We just found out about the new rules. You're not allowed to sit in the stands anymore. Now you have to be in, in, in the dressing rooms. So yeah, Peters, that's a Peterson rule. Who Peterson gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. You're still watching it on TV. You got a better... What, what about your girlfriend? Could she be in the stands and then you be texting her and then she be like, do that, do that. Yeah. I'm not trusting her. <laughs> she doesn't look trustworthy. I, I don't, listen, I don't want her judging my striker future. Okay? She looks very uncertain. She'll just be FaceTiming and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just show them. Yeah. So the one's a great coach. The other one's a model. The one's posing. Get to work. Score goals. Could you do a Winalda situation uh, via computer or looking afar and telling your assistants, do this, do that? Of course. You we have already in yeah? a plan, you know, what whenever something happens. But I can promise you I will never sent off, never been sent off. Because you know how this happened now, just now, this, this situation with, with the sent off was completely something new for me because I was just asking a question, nothing right. else, because he let repeat a situation that already, you know, was done. So I would have said stupid Americans. That's what I would have said. Let's see who we, uh, let's see who we got on the call. Yeah. Uh, I think we're pulling up. Yeah, 850 is the first three after the 954. Good, mate. Hey, uh, guys, what's up? Uh, Zach, if you haven't figured it out already. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, I I'll give out your whole first phone, or your whole phone number then. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, I got a question for Coach. The uh, the first time that we met in New York in the hotel, we talked about uh, the lack of goals in the first half of last season, how we weren't scoring any goals. And I remember you saying that if you could play three up top, three strikers, you would. Is there any chance we could see maybe two strikers up top, since I know we only have three under contract right now this year? Two is a possibility, but don't nail me now on this because I have one you problem can't, with this. You can't keep saying nail me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's not English. English. No, <laughs> you have to inform me before yeah. about this. I mean, it's weird. Um, you okay. can say don't pin me down to this. Yeah. Don't pin me down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're friends now, right? No, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we yeah, hang out all the time. Yeah, okay. I don't want to hear you getting nailed again. Okay. <laughs> Especially when she's here. <laughs> By all all kinds of people in South Florida calling in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I just want to go back to this now a little bit, you know. The situation is that I have three forwards, but all of them are basically, you know, a number nine from the way how they play. So I'm very happy now that Eppers 
came on because he can teach the other ones also certain things, you know. But I don't have a real forward who can play like a wing. I don't have one of them mm. because my forwards don't have the speed for this. They don't have the abilities to do this and deliver the balls also on the inside. All of them are typically number nine players. This is what they have now and we have to figure this out. Of course, you can also try to play with two of them, you know, when they are smart enough that because every typically number nine is always claiming a certain spot in the box as soon as somebody comes from the side. They go nearly all in the same position. So this is very hard. So I prefer now at this point to still play, you know, only with one forward, but play with, with a strong midfield because we have a lot of midfield players, a lot mm -hmm. of midfield players, technically really good midfield players. So I think we have to figure out this till we start on the weekend, what is the best lineup for us. But I believe so that we will start with one forward. Oh, nice. Abby's Excellent. almost right. I got it. I, I understood all that. That's Maybe Abby good. is right, Chris, huh? Gutters would have shot it down. Why am I getting looked at? <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's are you interesting. Are you ready to reveal what you're playing Saturday, or is too early? No way. There could be spies listening. It's much There's early. nobody much listening. Much early. No. Zero. Do you, uh, is, I mean... It, there's probably no. Uh, we we talked to Stefan last week. Uh, there's no real film or tape to watch of Ottawa, you know, to get some background. I mean, do we have any background uh, right now on on what they're, you know, what they're doing as a brand new team, first game? It's not easy here, no, because you cannot really follow some some TVs or whatever, you know, that there's anything like this. But I watched, of course, at the hotel. I was sneaking in there. I'm not. I'm not playing around with this. I was going there, you know, and they were sitting there, watched everybody practice what they are doing, what they tried to do, because they were at, at the hotel where most of our players now stay also, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So foolish of them. <laughs> so that's why I was watching them, you know. But I didn't say everything, of course, because they were also hiding a little bit. As soon they realized that there were more, more people around them, which maybe could deliver everything what they're doing there. To us, so Since they realize all the strikers have field-facing rooms that face south at the field, and they're all binoculars, popcorn, and and beer, you know, from that old lady downstairs at the bar. Correct. You know, so they're that. Oh, okay. All right. So they. So we've got a little bit of background and stuff like that. I can tell you each player what they think, which start there already. I can tell you by each one which tools he had, you know, and everything. So I think you have enough on the information. It will not not when we. You know, when we don't win, for example, this game, it has nothing to do because we didn't have the, the information. We have all the information. It's just up to us to make the best out of this. That's good. Good. All right. So you got the information. Yeah. Are you the best coach manager in the NASL? Are, are you more decorated than anybody else? If it, you can't count Winaldo because he's only there part-time. I'm for sure the best one in this room, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a small room, dude. Plus, but I'm there's a it. lot of people in it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm in it. That brings your level way down. Okay, good. It's, it's about yeah. averages. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, we've got a question in the chat about the NASL in five years. How do you see it? I think because I saw already now with adding a few good teams also the NASL that this league can really improve a lot. Even if I think that anyways are already great teams playing there now. It can get even more interesting. What I don't like on this, though, because as I said before, I think the NSL has the same good players as the MS, MLS has, you know. So the, the name second division thing, I don't like this thing by this. I don't like this at all, you know. This is what, what, in my opinion, always 
puts a little bit the bad light on us because I think Cosmos is a team which can beat each MLS team there, as I'm pretty sure about this. And and I think also some of the other ones have the quality to do so, you know. So we don't deserve this, always be called the second league, you know. I don't think it's fair because there are a lot of teams which, as I said before, who win the league, they could move up there, you know, but we cannot move. So they basically hold us in a prison cell, you know, and everybody tells us you're not so good as the other one which are walking free out there. That's not that's not fair, you know. This is what I don't like on this. You're going to... Um uh, so then, you know, you're going to put forward, we'll hopefully play, and uh, we should play in the U.S. Open Cup. You know, so that's a pretty good interleague between MLS, USL, you know, all the different leagues. You know, we won't say divisions. We're going to, you think we'll be pretty competitive, uh, strikers, and uh, put forward. You know, I mean, I'd like to see us take off one of these MLS teams. Like, you know, I mean, that'd be awesome. Like last year, you know, Dallas comes in, and we knock them off and you know and then the next time uh, next time we play somebody like that we might get some more cameras in here and you know I, that's one of those stages you know in the u.s that it's not a big stage but it, it's it's it makes some news when you know as the media might think one of these lower division teams takes out one of these very expensive you know mls teams and stuff you know so that that gets some good press we were in the press last year for a lot of bad things, <laughs> like, or at least on ESPN for some bad stuff. <laughs> oh, that wasn't really a question. I think I was talking. <laughs> yeah, but the U.S. Cup is, you know, all teams, all NASL teams looked at that. Hey, we could, we're going to go in there. We're going to beat uh, all these teams. We're going to win it. We're going to go forward. We're going to build our team squad. You know, everything. You know, they look for that as sort of like a launching pad. But I don't to get anywhere. But I don't. I don't like the cup. I mean, I like the cup that we have the ability to play against such things, but, but I don't like the cup alone to show, you know, what you are able to do because a cup is one game, you know, and so many things can happen by one game. And, and that's why I don't like this. When you use this, then basically to, to figure out, you know, which are the stronger things. And so I, I think it's not fair at all, you know. This is, so you have to play a regular season with them, and I would love to play in the MLS. No I, I totally get that. Why do you, Why would he care about that? In my mind, I'm thinking to myself, why would he care about that? I'm going to worry about going to MLS and starting to no, beat no, some no, Manchester United. The U.S. Cup isn't about that. It's a, I know, but but then you got to you got to play a Wednesday. You got to play a Wednesday game when you probably have a Saturday game coming up. I, I think um, he's more worried about his league play. In my mind, I'm just guessing. I mean, it's it's probably up, it's up to the coach, the coach's philosophy. You know, you see, I mean, our experience for it, seeing it on TV, is is European games. You know, with either Champions League, which is obviously way more prestigious. Um, you know, and then you've got Europa and stuff. But and then we watch, you know, a lot of English games get put on. So you've got your your FA Cups and your and your your League Cups and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, that's I mean, we don't really have a League Cup because that's really just what our season is. But, you know, we don't have a different cup than just our normal season. But, you know, this is our, our best chance as strikers to get something, some different hardware than our normal season. Yeah, but when you look at this, for example, in Europe, the cup, the cup gives these clubs the possibility to have an additional income. Yeah. 
big income, you know, because cup is when you make it somewhere there in the cup, you move on to the next, you get TV rights and all all these things, and also there's a lot there's a lot involved with this. But here the cup is different. Yeah. There's no, there's no. Uh, I might not know that. Yeah, but this what you get, it doesn't even cover the, the expenses and the travel somewhere else. So you don't really benefit from it right. from a financial point of view. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it, I mean, it is it is a smaller cup financially. You know, it's just not that big. It hasn't really taken off, and they don't like you say they don't really publicize it on the TV. It doesn't it doesn't get plugged on ESPN that much. So if they were to have like a giant TV contract where it was on Fox, on you know, and they showed it on Wednesday nights when when our games right. are for that, then the strikers would be getting money because Fox would be coming in with that advertising dollars. Okay. Right. Yeah, whereas, you know, Champions League, you got the Heineken dollars and all that kind of stuff, and the, you got the cool song, you know. But uh, So, Coach, it's Thursday night. <laughs> Do the starters know who they are? No. He's shaking his head. No. No. The thing is that, you know. When do you tell them? And what is the surprise? You're making me feel like I don't know if you're my coach or not for three yeah. years so when or I months. Think- when I would tell you already right now, you are young, you're 22, 23, you know, and I tell everybody, nobody can go out, you know, in the evening. Everybody has to stay in and everything. And I just tell you right now, you know what, you are not playing at all, I think. Don't you think that maybe you have it somewhere here that you could maybe sneak out somewhere and, and, and go somewhere because you're anyways mad, you anyways are not playing and you're just frustrated? No, I don't even want to take a chance on this. They should know. They should be prepared. They should. Everybody should hope. Everybody should should bring everything what is necessary to be ready for a game. Should bring on the game day also. Yeah. I got a hard on. That was awesome. <laughs> I don't know if everybody else heard that rant, but that was gorgeous. Yeah. I don't, that, that's exciting stuff right there. So any given Saturday, you yeah. got to be ready to play. You better be yeah. ready, you, mother. You could be the guy. You know, and and who who our normal starter would have been may get injured in practice. I say pull Sparky so. right now. <laughs> F him. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> I just hey, listen, he's my boy. I can say that about him. Yeah. You want? I'll pull other people too right now. <laughs> Should we put that thing back up and you can X people out? <laughs> no, we're not posting that. We can get like a Nerf gun and you can like shoot at the lineup. And... That is pre-show shit. If you ain't here, you don't get to see it. <laughs> but in your mind, are you done? Do you know who who's playing Saturday? I know exactly who's playing on okay. Saturday. So you're you're tight with yourself. I'm tight with yourself. <laughs> have you looked Have you looked at your team? Who you're playing? Yeah. How do, you ma- how do you match up against them? I know everything about this. I know I was was trying to to figure out each one play of them. I tried to put my team together. What makes them best sense? You know, to play against this one. You know, when he is crossing his his thing with. So I'm completely fine with everything already. So how this will work? Just don't let the player know right now. No, no, no I don't want to let. Coach is confident. Hey, He's confident. Listen. Can you let me know if we win or not? Do we win? I won't tell anybody. Do we win? I don't trust you. <laughs> oh, like I'm going to trust you with that accent. You've got to be kidding me. This guy's calling me a liar. I'm not calling you a liar, but I'm not trusting you. You're not too emotional to bring it out already, you know? 
I can't help it. I'm always bringing it he up. He knows you're drinking and that you, you know, loose, li- loose lips sink ships. We have a, we have a question from one of the audience members. So go ahead. Go on. Oh, oh Dennis is here. Oh, God. It'll be nice. Hi, Coach. It's nice to meet you. I wanted to know a little bit about the coaching side of this because I, I like coaching and everyone's coaching their kids. But you're a professional coach. This is a professional league. I think sometimes I think so. that gets a little lost on we know it's a professional league, but these are young kids like you just said. What do you do to keep their mental psyche and teach them how to be professionals? Because I know the difference between being whatever you want to call the league and being maybe internationally known is a work ethic because a lot of them have the talent. What do you do and how many hours do you spend a day breaking down the films and trying to teach them to be professional? Wow, Dennis. That was, a, that was, a a, that was an A question. See, I told you you could have been on the European vacation. You didn't believe me. <laughs> huh? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. First of all, I just want to tell you one thing. Today, we have practice today. Each day when we have practice, I have to remind them that they are professional players. Each day I have to remind them also that 100,000 maybe out there in the world would like to change with them. So what they have already, what they achieved already right now, they are here in an area where everybody in Europe would like to play. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Second of all, they can still make even if they don't make a lot, but they can make a living here even. So where other people come and, and want to spend the holidays here, they are playing here. So when you don't perform in a way, and when I say perform, I'm not talking about what you bring always on the field, you know, in technical way and everything, because you can always have a bad day, always. But what you cannot have with me watching it, that you don't bring everything in physically what you have to give. This is for me professionality on the first place. This is very important. You cannot ask for that, you know, he kicks the ball exactly in the wing. In the, the you cannot ask for such things. But I can ask for him that he is running his ass off on the, on the game. And when he starts, when he is not delivering this, then he's not playing in my team. Say that again. That was so awesome. <laughs> Every word of that. Because like today... I hate they playing. They start playing, and I heard the talking and thing, but the things. So of course, then it's this what you call going to court. Then I, break, <laughs> then I break off immediately. I call Dane and I tell them, I'm watching this one time, one time. Maybe you had some issues at home, whatever this is. I don't care about this. What it was, what makes you act like this on the field? You better focus now, because you have to deliver two hours when we have only practice in the morning. Two hours full concentration for this. And when you lack only for two, three minutes, we can lose games with this. When you are aware about this, then you're on the right track. But it seems for me you are not aware about this. So one more time, this is a warning from my side now. So they go out there and then trust me. They try really to do their best. If we have the quality, that's a different ball game. We don't know. We, this doesn't make us win games. It makes us win games, you know, when everything else comes in place too, you know, that we choose the right tactic, that you need also this luck, because all the big coaches are always claiming, you know, the tactic and everything when they win, but for being honest, you need luck to win games sometimes. Uh-huh. This is what it is, you know, and you have to admit this, because the players have to understand this too. Because when you go inside the, the cosmos usually, we have a weaker team than there. I'm sorry to say it, but that's the way it is. They have better players. We have some, they are better than they, but all 11 of them, I think they're five, six, or seven, which are a little bit higher ranked in my eyes than, than some of our players. So under normal circumstances, you would lose such a game. But that's not the, the, thank God, that's not the fact. 
you can beat the bad when you just work harder, fight harder, and believe that you are able to, 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 to win such a game. And this is what you have to bring in. And you have to remind the every day. And I remind the every day. By each little thing what we are doing. When I do passing skills with them, 10 meters across only, just to pass 10 meters, everybody can do this. Even Chris can do this. <laughs> <laughs> that, you should bring him out there to do no, that. I'm not, right. I'm not certain about this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was only for radio effect. <laughs> no, but, but then, uh, so I do this all the time. You know, I do this all the time with them. Normal passing skills. You have to do this all the time to keep this level also. Because I have so many players, they always try when I go out and I see this. They choke the ball, they put it up on their shoulder. I don't want to see anything of this. Try to learn the normal thing, the ABC, and try to keep this. Because most of them, they lack in this. And this is what I always try to tell them every day. I'm always reminding them. And these are sometimes my court sessions, what they always <laughs> This is always just this what I'm he, he likes the court, man. He's owning this. He's owning the court, you know. It's, it's I love crazy. watching him. I mean, he's so he's so rhythmatic. I mean, he, he rhythmatic just, now. He's a dancer. He just, <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, by the way, I'm not. not he a is. Listen, I'm watching him. And I, by the way, I want to applaud my vantage point in the skybox on that side is dynamite. I mean, you're right up the middle. It's gorgeous. All right, forget that. So we should move our seats? <laughs> no, it's it's really a good stadium for watching soccer. It's like, awesome. It's really if you're in the middle up top there... It's beautiful. It's sweet. Oh, my God. If, if, if you want your TV moved to the stadium, that's where it's at. But I, I, I do. I, I love watching this guy hold court. It's so... It's awesome to watch. How he hands it off to the to the uh, assistant coach and then takes it back over when he's ready for it, you know. And the respect these guys have for him, I I really think they're frightened of him, and they should be. I think, I think they should. I think I think this guy is decorated. He's got he's way better than they've ever probably will be. <laughs> There's a great chance they'll never get the Gunter status. These, um, so be humble. I, I've, the the team's been posting a couple uh, trialists that I guess you guys that you guys have taken on. Um, you know, uh, I mean, anything that we should look for. I mean, it, you think these guys have a chance of breaking into the lineup anytime soon, or are they just a good? They're the best that we've had to work with, and this is this is what you need to take on. But they've got a bunch to learn. I'm not trying to answer your question for you, but. <laughs> Some of them for sure, you know. So we are taking basically some of the trialists for different reasons. Some of them where I see a talent in them, but maybe we can develop, mm -hmm. that we can benefit then on, on a mid-term or a longer term on them. Some of them, of course, they are, they are already nearly at the same level as some which I have, but they are from this area, so I try, of course, to bring more in from this area. Mm -hmm. This is important for us too. So there are a lot of, of, of things what we have to consider when we do something like this. The only problem what I have is this, because usually by a soccer team you have a, you have a plan, you know, when you want to achieve certain goals already. Because like we do this now when we bring in other players, because some had to leave us again, the MLS players, for example, which were here, they have mm -hmm. to go because they were called in again. So when they have to go back, so it opens a big hole for us, you know. And I really don't like to work like this usually. When somebody comes to me and says, Günther, this is the situation. We want to have a team which can win the championship 
and I give you a time span now for this. In three years, I want to be champion, and then I want to be champion for two or three years. And I tell him what they would need for this. But here it works different. So you come here, you, you, you get the team. You know, they do the best. I, I know that everybody by us in, in the thing, the, in the office, they do all the best. The president is, is great. You know, he tries to work everything out correctly with everybody. So everything is, is working okay. So I cannot complain about this. They support us big time. But still we are limited. We are limited. So, and what I want to say with this is, so when I would need, just I take now somebody, but this is not the fact now. When I need, for example, as last is, I need a number nine because I don't have a number nine. And I have the best goal scorer from the whole season, he scores four goals, then we know that we lack in certain things, you know. So when I then come and say, you know what, our season could have been much better when I would have somebody who can really, you know, in one season maybe score eight, ten goals. This would maybe, you know, bring us already six, seven, eight points more, you know. So then look at the standing where we would be there. Mm -hmm. So when somebody can 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 basically make it happen that I can get players then like this, then I can can work really on a tight schedule that they say me, I want to be champion in, in two, three years. But when I don't get these possibilities, like now we have changed certain things. So, but I know already that our team is from, from, from the person which are playing there, you know, each one in the position. We have not the strongest team. That's why the fact, of course, when you don't have the strongest, everybody tells you, yeah, but you know, you have to work together and everything, you know mm -hmm. how this works mm -hmm. already. And we won't want to try to do this. Mm -hmm. But it's the same like when you have a racehorse who runs a certain thing in, in a certain time and you have a second one, is it's just 10, 15 seconds lower like this, then of course you need, you need everything else besides, you know, the fact that you don't have the fast horses. Right. You know, yeah, you got to have them all working together the right way. Working together. This sure. is what we have. And this is what you can never tell before. You can never tell before because the other coaches have the opportunity too to work better together. But with better players already then. Uh -huh. you know? I don't want to say that we don't have bad players. Not at all. I have, no. some I have some excellent players. Excellent. But I have also some players where I know, in comparison to the other one, they are not that good. And a team like the Cosmos, of course, they can choose for each position somebody who is maybe on a higher level. So this makes it always unpredictable yeah. for me a little bit. Where well, are we? Well, it seems like a Cosmos, Tampa, maybe Carolina race, maybe. And, and look, I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but you have to out-coach them. We try to do this, Chris. We try no, no, I, no, no, no. There we, is no we. Okay. You. Okay, I try to do this anyways. We hit this last season. Did I say you were gone already? Yes, you said it. Well, change it. Okay, good. I tried to change it. I changed it from the last position to the fifth position, to the fifth position last season. We changed this already. Even if it was nearly similar, you know, everything. This season is a little bit tougher now for me because there are new teams coming in. We don't know they already now. Some of the other teams, when you look at the signings, what they did, they signed some really great players. You know, so... I, I should not say this, but I say it still. I don't care about oh, it. I still say it. I still say it. I know, but I I'm trying we, to keep you here. I think we outcoached some of the other ones. This is what I think. Because I saw really certain things which were happening with other ones, but we just made some, I don't know how to say this, without hurting somebody's feelings, you know? Don't say it! Sorry. Oh, okay. Killed okay. my ear. Okay, good. Then I'm Sorry. Not, okay. I, I, I still want to be in trouble. I don't no. need this. Okay, go, go take okay. a walk. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it then. Okay. Yeah, okay. don't. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, so listen. Uh, <laughs> I have a great question. That's nice, almost. <laughs> Screaming the mic. Why did it take so long for them to announce that you're going to be our head coach again this year? I don't know. It was for me. It was always clear, and for them, I think it was clear too. I I have no clue. Maybe it's our problem. Maybe <laughs> we're the only ones making a big deal out of it. Maybe it's just us. We just <clears throat> hold on. I want credit for that because I said maybe we're stalkers. <laughs> I believe this. I believe this. <laughs> Come on, coach. <laughs> You were, you were by the practice right now, spying us uh, out in a kind of way. You know, I yeah. realized this. You were sitting all the way up there, yeah. you know, behind the thing. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm transmitting it to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say, let's say you your soccer season's over. What do you do to get away from soccer? What's the thing you do to forget about it, just to get away? What, what's the? You have a hobby or anything besides the animal thing? Will you, he's, a pe- he's a pet do, detective. Do you, I have. Basically, I'm always watching soccer. You're always watching yeah, soccer? Always. So this is when I would, you know, when I would not have soccer by myself, that I can go with, with the, the guys here and work on something. I'm for sure turning the TV on to see some soccer. And when I go back in, in my country, then I go there when there are games somewhere, I'm still watching it. I'm still not being into soccer is maybe losing some, some contact right. with it. I don't want to do what, what do they say when you, when you tell me you live in Fort Lauderdale? Are they like they can't believe you live in this area? Or were those dumb soccer fans? I didn't tell them about this. Okay, right. <laughs> you didn't tell them we're American, <laughs> but because that's the worst part. All my friends and all the things they know already. <laughs> that I was here already a couple of times, and so they know that they like not only this area but they like also the people which are here because you know what they like here a lot is you can really find the talent out on the street it sounds stupid but this is what it is and this is what they like a lot you know when you go there and you invite some for for, for tryouts you sometimes you get some bar and you're just blown away that they think where the hell was this guy you know and this cannot happen in europe in europe you cannot do this but here just maybe somebody flies in from somewhere from south america uh-huh. he comes to try it and then you you are just standing and, and saying jesus christ where was this guy you know so so, so the so the talent is the talent over there or the talent in europe is almost all tapped out or found you know already at a certain age then right coach i got one more question about wednesday okay. i was at practice and watched the orange penny thing go down all right, so you had, um, you had 11 plus 4 and 4. So what's that? 11, 4, and 4. 19. 19 players. So you you brought over 15 players, and you let the other four players go to the other side of this, the, uh, the pitch. You brought over those players, and you had a real talk. I mean, it really felt like you were handing out pennies to the guys that were going to start. I mean, I felt that. I mean, it felt like you you said, you deserve this. You deserve this. And I felt like you were really talking to these guys. I'm not sure if I made this up in my mind, (laughs) but I really felt like that was going on. You didn't make this up. That's for sure. So So you you handed out, sorry to cut you off, but... I'm way more important. Yeah, I know this. I know this. Right. Uh, uh, so you handed out those 11. Yeah. And you, at the end, you scattered them. Okay? You, you hand, you hand, I would say you handed out like eight 
And then you went, one, you're not, you're green, you're orange, you're green, kind of thing. Like, you kind of told them either uh, you were right behind this guy or that you guys were battling for that position. Very simple to answer. When you already tell them before, I said it. When you tell them already before, you in the team. But did, but did that did that happen? It was it had to do with this, yeah. But I just tried to tell you when you. Well, those your eleven? When you let? Me. No, no, these were not my eleven. Okay. It was. These were my eleven at this time. Okay. What I mean with this, when I practice with them, then I go sometimes to them and say, when I would have to make the decision right now, who is the starting eleven? Then this would be you. When we played in something, half an hour, whatever this is, then I tell them, three or four of you guys, I'm not calling you now by names, just lost their jersey for the starting 11, maybe. So, you can imagine then, by the next practice, everybody tries still to do everything what is possible, maybe to get this back, even if they don't know who it is, and perform 100%, you know, really do everything what is necessary, maybe to keep on holding on this, this chairs and offer the starting 11. This is what it is, and this is what they do very often, because this is really what I feel also. I don't have my lineup ready before the last thing, because what is when this one who has already his, his shirt on, and he thinks he's, he's playing on the weekend, and he doesn't perform then very well. He doesn't fight so hard anymore, he doesn't do. You want to still let him hold on to his, his jersey for the starting lineup? No way. Not with me. But it goes day by day? It's not always day by day, but when I do something what I'm expecting from somebody, you know, and he's doing this 100% like I wanted to. Right. When he does something what I don't like, what I don't like at all, then he can lose it, yeah? I'm, am- I'm always amazed by that. I'm like, you know, because you, you think about people that they spend every moment together almost, practice-wise. So it, it, it's like almost like a try-it-all. Almost every day. I would not say it like this because I can oversee certain things, you know, because from time to time, you know how this is. Maybe you know it anyways better than somebody else. When you have a wife at home which is, you know, messing around or something like this, then maybe the next day you don't perform like you would perform when everything is, is good at home, you know. So I have a big tolerance feeling for certain situations, but for some I don't have anything, not even a little bit. You got 11. You got 11 starting on Saturday. Right. How many are are you dead balls locked in on where there's no chance anybody's changing? Out of 11. Seven. Seven. So there's four floaters. (laughs) I mean, if you're talking in survivor terms, you're a survivor fan. So you got four nobody, floaters. nobody understood it. No, nobody knows. It's it's a reality show. All right, we got we got two minutes left with Coach on here. So okay, let's. <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. Yes. So what do we do? Say thank you. Yeah, we. I mean, this has been great. This has probably been our best, our favorite show so far. No, I'll sum it up. It's awesome. <laughs> it's the greatest show ever. It's trying to be a little cool. Okay? Oh, sorry. Sorry to over suck your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said over. You can't say over? Yeah, you did. You did. Oh. But we can't thank you enough. I mean, you, you, 
You've been such a special person to us. <laughs> Serious. Are, are you breaking up with him? Or <laughs> it's not me. Look, it's not you. There's a great. Chance. We're just running out of time there's, on the show. That's the problem. No, there's no chance he's coming over again. Chris is like, I would like to chain you to my bed, but uh, I would no. probably get in trouble. <laughs> you know, Chris never went to Daryl Shore's practices. No. He never well, went to Shore's practices. Yeah. But we did ask him to get in the pool with us. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> was any of his good things? Maybe it would have been even on his team then, no? We it have met good. God. Oh, my God. I believe it's true. <laughs> I, I think it comes down to I think everyone wants you to be our dad. Something, some sort of dad thing. Dad coach situation we can't thank you enough really honestly it, it's great I've, I've had many pleasures to get to hang out with you at practice had great times for you to come all the way over here and do this for us is i can't thank you enough more than welcome just awesome like a true german and let's yeah. go we're gonna kill <laughs> <Not> even- <laughs> fine it was fine i guess austria, <laughs> austria whatever Look, it's right there on the mat now. You can always look at it right there. <laughs> Big A. It's I right can't there. find you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. our callers. And, uh, and, and everyone and for sh- coming over. Sh- shout out to the guys uh, up in New York. We have some yeah. Cosmos fans listening. Let's tweeting go us out. Yeah. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. Going down. Go, Ray, go! Go,